There we go. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. Welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one knowing Dallin Thomas Taylor, aka the Brooklyn Buzzsaw, aka Mr. Energy himself. It is another Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct here from South Florida. It is officially April 28th. I didn't catch the weather today. It was hot as fuck. It's cool as shit right now. Nice little breeze cascading over the place. I could have had the windows over. Actually, it ain't as, as breezy as it has been the last couple of days. We're going to get right into this podcast pretty soon. We got this Boston and Brooklyn game going on. We got just about four minutes left. And I guarantee you, by the time we actually start the podcast, this game is probably going to be over. 107, 101, exactly four minutes left to go in this game. Brooklyn is down by six. Let's see what happens. Al Hoffer takes a wide open three. He misses it now. We're going back the other way. I'm going to get this other game on in the background in just, in just a bit here. But you know what? Let's go ahead and start talking. As you guys know, this is official. This is officially Volume Seven, Episode Ninety One, Track Four Hundred and Twenty Four, the Mighty Sports Podcast. And boy, do we have a big show for you guys lined up today, folks. We're gonna talk about BK as they're about to be swept. Yeah, folks, we were not allowed. To, <laughs> they were not gonna escape us talking. They were the first topic of today, and folks, if we would have started on time, we've been talking about this for an hour already, in some kind of dismay. Folks, we gotta talk more about the protest that's going on in Minnesota. It's, that's, that's, that's some weird shit going on over there. We're gonna talk about that a, l- a little bit later, right? Um, we're gonna talk about the Rookie of the Year being announced. We, we, this is currently draft week. We have a new Bluetooth code for you for the week. We're gonna get into our tea of the weekend. Right, we have a new Mr. 3000. We got some NBA playoff updates. We have UFC 273. We got some Twitter news. We have all that and more coming up on the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here, regardless of the top, take that, take that, take that, and regardless take of that, the weather, you play to win the game. Hello, play to win 
It's always a good time to talk some sports. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Man, it's been a it's been a nice little long weekend. And listen, not only has it been a nice long weekend, right? It's been an exciting weekend. We've had all kinds of sports to hit us, right? We've had games three of of the ooh, is that a was that a foul on Tatum? Mm. Look like George, look like Jason Tatum just got back into the just got back into the game. And Drogic pulled a chair from underneath him, and they drew the foul. So that's a turnover for Boston. As he's being kicked out, you see Marcus Smart telling him, calm the fuck down so he don't draw a technical and give Brooklyn any extra points. They're trying to complete the sweep right now. So we got to get into it. I don't know if you guys know. But before we get into any portion of the podcast, right, Durant misses a jump, misses a two-foot jumper. Folks, offensive rebound by Blake Griffin. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> It is so funny, some of the names that we're talking about, because we're going to talk about them a little bit more when we talk about this Boston and Brooklyn series. Regardless if it's a sweep or not, there are some things that, that, that cannot go that cannot go unmentioned in this mother-sucking series, right? So we're going to get into that, obviously, folks. Man, so if you guys have been here before, then you already know it's about to come up. This is your first time here. I'm basically talking to you. Like, the beginning of the podcast, this is all, this is all kind of, like, for you. Like, a lot of these, a lot of, a lot of this, these, this explanations, right? So, first things first, is that before we start, before we get into really talking into any of the minutiae, right, any of the meat or potatoes of any kind of sport, what we, what we are going to do is that we're going to get, we're going to have a little self a birthday party, right? And what our birthday party is, is that we like to go ahead and give a birthday shout out to every, oh, oh, ow, 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 ow. For trying to muscle Blake Griffin, right? <laughs> we like to give a little birthday shout out to everybody, and I do mean everybody that has a that has had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. So for us, that was that's gonna be Saturday, that's gonna be Sunday, and that's obviously gonna be today. So like my boy, Chill Will likes to say, "What's going on, Ronnie? I see you in the room. I hope you can hear me, All right?" But like my boy Chill Will likes to say, because he don't like he don't like to be excluded from the podcast. Ayo, DJ Mighty, drop that beat. Yeah. Hold on, let's, let's get that up a little bit. Yeah, because, yo, so I'm going to do this one time for you guys. I, I got I almost got excited. I almost went right into it. I almost, I almost went straight in. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to sing this one time for everybody that hasn't been here before. And then we're going to sing this again for, 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 for those people and for everybody that's been here before, right? right so we're going to do this two times, right? Two times, like, like, like two chains like to represent. Like my crew, like, yo, two times. Right? Check it. Check it. You got that thing? You catching it? Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. You ready? Ready? Because, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it, yeah, because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. Alright, folks, hope you caught that. Hope you caught that. We're gonna do this one more time. We're gonna do this one more time. If you guys want, like, damn, you don't got no regular birthday song, birthday songs or, or copyright. So yeah, we had to make our own over here. Alright, check it, check it. Yo, one point game. Yeah. Check it, check it. Ready, ready, ready. Cause yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. 
check it, check it, yeah, check it, check it, yeah, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, check it, check it, yeah, check it, check it, yeah, all right, folks, let's go ahead and start our birthday party, let's go and get these birthday shout-outs going, right, first birthday shout-out we want to give out is to, is to Alex Martinez, Alex Martinez, aka Spanish, aka Young Spanish Fly, what's going on, what's, what's going on, little bro, want to say happy birthday to you real quick, so that's the first, that's the first and only birthday, what the fuck I do with my remote, because I, I, I found some way to put this game on here twice, maybe NBA T, wait, 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 no, 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 NBA TV is not supposed to have on this Brooklyn game, maybe they, maybe they, they peeped into it, because it's a close game, because now I got the fucking game on two channels, and they're on two different times. Alright, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. I had to get myself a little bit of Publix lemonade. So if there's any lemonade companies out there that want to throw your boy a sponsorship, I love me some lemonade. I'll drink that shit every day on the podcast. I'll mix that shit with a little bit of vodka. So if you got a vodka affiliate that you want, that you want to tie into that shit, yo, come holler at your boy. We can get them both popping. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Yeah. All right, next birthday shout I want to give out to is for the birthdays on the 24th, and that's to my homegirl, Danielle Maldonado. I got no backstory because I, because I forgot the backstory because I didn't look at the picture beforehand. But I feel like people that I know know who. I feel like even Rodney knows who this is for some odd reason. I don't know. All right, check it. Let's move. Let's continue to march forward, right? Check it. Check it. Yeah. Check it. Check it. Yeah. Oh, Gary with the swiper. Swipey, no swipey. Swiper, no swipey. Right? And for, the, for today on the 25th, right, we have three birthday shout outs to give out to, right? Right? One to my, to a battle buddy of mine, John Foster, served for that boy up in, up in, up in Darmstadt, Germany. You know what I mean? A Bravo detachment, Bravo Braveheart. You know how we do. You know how we do everywhere we go. People want to know who we are. So we tell them we are the Bravehearts. Bravo Bravehearts. 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 Brave. Maybe that's why that Brooklyn chant is so, is so natural to me. Because that's what we used to, yo. So let's let you guys know, right? Trying to come up with, 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 a, with a detachment name or a company name. No doubt your boy right here. You know what I mean? Mr. Wordplay himself. Like, I was like, yo, let's call ourselves the Bravo Bravehearts. And no doubt, like, not for nothing, Nas really helped me with that because I think like, that was the name of his group. And that and that Braveheart chant, now you know you're going to make that birthday, that birthday song run back, right? There we go, right? And that Braveheart chant, like, that was, that was what they did. So when we had company functions or detachment functions, can you imagine that we're, that we're cause as we're marching up, and, you know, and, and you know H, um, HQ is already, is already lined up, they've already come up, Alpha Detachment's already come up, and then next thing you know, you hear Bravo Detachment come up, and as we come up, you hear this, Bravehearts, 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 Bravehearts. It's coming through. <laughs> Sounding off. Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. I, I caught myself watching a couple of army march cadences the other day, and I ain't gonna lie, I, ha- I had a little, I had a little of the bumps, like I caught a little of the gooseys. Ooh, folks, Boston gets the, gets the ball, drives to the lane. They missed the open layup, folks. The game was 111-109. 
But Al Harford, the guy that they said they were glad that he was in the lineup so they could, they could take advantage of him. He is following the play. And we're talking about off of a Kevin Durant missed free throw. That's what that was. Oh, man. And they got a fast break off of that. Marcus Smart misses the free, misses the layup. But Al Harford is right there, one of the lanes, hustling, and he gets the easy putback for the deuce. Boston is up by four, 7.3 seconds left. And I am telling you right now, whatever I may have talked, I was going to talk about in the first segment, I may cut that whole entire thing to talk about what kind of a goddamn waste Brooklyn has made their last how, how many years is this now? Two years? Three years? It's been a motherfucking waste. Let's continue with the birthday shout out. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it. I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm realizing that the Brooklyn does have a small part in my heart because they are ruining my mood right now. Like, they, they don't have as big of a part of my heart that the New York Knicks do, but they do have a part of my heart, and, and, and they are pissing me the fuck off right now. I'm telling you right now, they are absolutely ruining my mood tonight, right? Let's be, but, but right now it's a birthday party, right? Yeah, check it, check it, check it, check it, <laughs> right? What is this? Happy birthday to my boy John Foster. Right, battle buddy from, from over there in Germany. Also want to say happy birthday to Becky Segovia. That's Mom Dukes of that's that's Mom Dukes of my best friend Deborah. Right, a AKA. Actually no, that that, has, that is her AKA Deborah. Right. <laughs> right? So I want to say happy birthday to to Becky Segovia as well. And also to an individual that we don't know, but I couldn't at you for this, but I hashtag you for this. You probably not gonna catch it, but happy birthday to Tim Duncan as well. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and give these people Tim uh, Kevin Durant for the three. They miss it. Nine seconds left. They don't get the foul. Easy run out. Easy dunk. Six. Nope, 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 nope. They called the foul. They called the foul. Did they call the foul? Yeah, they called the foul. I thought they missed the foul, they, but they got the foul. Mm -hmm. That should be a tear path file at that, too. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. Look like they're reviewing the last, that last foul. And it's probably going to come as a clear path foul. Folks, yup, it's a wrap for Brooklyn. 7.1 seconds left. No, 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 not a clear path. Not a clear path. Not a clear path. Alrighty. So it's just gonna be just a quick I just probably just gonna be a comment file. That's not gonna be a clear path. So let's go ahead and wrap up these birthday parties, right? Let's go ahead and give these birthday shouts out, right? And so that we could go ahead and move on to the tier of the weekend. Cause the tier of the weekend just excuse me, just got just got interesting. Right? So to happy birthday to Spanish and to Daniel and to Foster. That's what we called you. And to Becky and to Timmy. I mean and to Timmy! You want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. But more importantly, wait, we also hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, we hope you stay my tea. Get your weekend at Bernie's on and stay my tea. I'm, 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 I'm fucking up my own shit. Go ahead and cut that. Go ahead and cut that. I'm sorry. This whole, this whole Brooklyn law, I'm telling you right now. Like, I want to get right into the tea of the weekend. But, man, I'm, as things are happening in a lot of time. Okay, so they put back on this... They put back on the Toronto and Philly game now for me. Okay, cause that should be the. I think that's yeah, that's the game that was on at eight o'clock, and that's the game on NBA TV. And then we're gonna be switching over this game here pretty soon, cause I'm watching this. I'm watching this on the yes on the yes channel. 
I'm not watching this on TNT. So, I'm going to have to switch over. Damn. 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 That's all I can say. Damn. As I'm looking at this game. Damn. Because there's no way in the world. And I'm going to keep adding on to it, right? In the beginning of this season. If I would have told you. Right? I'm gonna, you know I'm going I'm, I'm to do the Knicks shit first, right? As a Knicks fan. That you were you would be in the same position as the Los Angeles Lakers. Right? At whatever position the Lakers are in the West, you're in the same position as that in the East. Which also puts you one spot behind Brooklyn in the East. You would have thought you had a hell of a season, New York Knicks. But you didn't. But is it as disappointing as a season as the Lakers and the Nets? Because if I also would have told you that that would have, beginning of the season, that that would have meant that the Knicks, as a Knicks fan, you're not making the playoffs. You'd have been like, wait, what? But you said I'm behind the Nets. Yes, because the Nets are in the 10th spot. But wait a minute. You said I was in the same spot as the Lakers. Yes, the Lakers are also in the 11th spot and no, and also not making it to the to the postseason play. You would have been like, yo, you know what, T? I think you've smoked enough weed. I think you've killed enough brain cells. You need to put that shit down. Something is wrong with you. But wait, there's more. If I also would have told you the Brooklyn Nets was getting swept in the first fucking round, you would have got me checked into an insane asylum. You would have came over to my house and you would have had a, and you would have had a motherfucking intervention for my ass. But all those things happen, folks. All of that shit is reality. I don't know what the fuck Doctor Strange did. I don't know what's going on with what they made that Spider-Man movie. I don't know what Barry is doing. But the goddamn multiverse is shattered like a motherfucker. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it not done-done? It's a three-point game now. Marcus Smart is at the foul line. 2.1 seconds left. He makes the first one, though. Four-point game. And Brooklyn has no more timeouts. I'll go ahead and continue to give you an update, but you know what? I can't hold off anymore. Let's get into the tea of the weekend. Mm. Yeah, I like how that sounds. You like that, too, don't you? That's, that's a good shit for some tea of the weekend. Like, sip on some tea. Go ahead, get you a nice little, get you a nice little warm brew, ha ha. You know what I mean? You just like, damn. How you, how you gonna allow yourself to get out, coach, and I'll play by your assistant? Bill Belichick never let that shit happen. I mean, except for once, right? Maybe once. Was that Nick Saban? None of them guys. Co coach K. Man. This is the, this is this is horrible. This is depressing. I, I don't I don't know which one is worse right now, being a Knicks fan or being a Nets fan. Like, who had the most who had the most disappointing season? The Knicks, the Nets, or the Lakers? Like, I want to know. I'm serious. Because the Knicks, because as a Knicks fan, I feel I feel just as devastated as the, as the Nets are being swept right now. But just as Lakers fans are, by not making the playoffs. Like, which one is worse? Before we get into that, let's get into the tea of the weekend, folks. Let's get into our tea of the weekend, folks. If this is your first time here, once again, I'll talk, I'll, I'll talk you through this. I ain't going to leave you here by alone. So what the tea of the weekend is, is that we, 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 can't, we, we get a few topics from the weekend. And what we do here is that we spotlight all these topics. 
and we get a chance to, and, and we give you. That's it. That's all I got to say. We spotlight a couple of a couple of the highlights from the, from this weekend, folks. And Jesus Christ, who would have known? Who would have known that the lake, that the that the that the Brooklyn Nets? Hold on, cut, cut my music. Cut my music. Can you cut, cut, cut my music? Who would have known that the Brooklyn Nets? would be the first team that gets the you have failed this city you have failed this city they're officially out of the playoffs and for people of New York and for for the borough of Brooklyn Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving punk ass Ben Simmons Steve Nash you have failed this city Incredible. Give me my music. Let's, let's get back into the tea of the weekend. Now, like, I, I, I am getting very trot right now. Like, I am more than distraught. Like, I, I, I am, I am getting very trot right now. Like, 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 like get, get my tea of the weekend going. Need some more of that Satan sugar. Shut up. My phone don't miss. It don't miss at all. It never misses. So. Let's get into the tea of the weekend, folks. Debo Samuels, Mr. Chain Snatcher, Mr. This Is My Bike Pump. He gets seen at the club. There's a sign going around at the club. That sign says Debo is returning. Camera pans over to Debo. And Debo goes. <laughs> Apparently, Debo Samuels, whoever thought that Debo was leaving, did not run that. Whoever said that Debo was returning, did not run that die Debo. Because again, Debo Samuels responded with a. And folks, apparently, nets of a feather flopped together. Even before they got swept, I was I have already been looking at Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Like they are two half of the same coins. Basically, what I'm trying to say that they are both. But they are who we thought they were. Loser! You're a loser. Are, are you feeling sorry for yourself? Why do you shit me? Because you are dirt. You make me you sick. You make me. Maybe you want a bottle? So they just do what they wanted to do because Kyrie Irving he came there from day one he built a culture where well he can do it he does what he wants plays when he wants shows up when he wants gets vaccinated when he wants and then when and then when his team has no cohesiveness because they're not playing because they haven't played together Right, he wants to make it sound. He, he he says that all nonchalantly, like 
you aren't the direct reason and factor that your team doesn't have cohesiveness. But you know what? You're the one that said that you don't that that you got that you didn't want a real coach. That that Steve Nash being here is not even like a is not like a coach. When he's here, you know it's. But you know what though? For you, your off season has officially started already, right? Which means that your team is going to start getting ready for something. That actually, a whole number league is getting ready for this. Um, getting ready for in the next couple of days, folks. Yep, the NFL draft is coming up in three days. We are officially in draft week. We have the New York Jets yeah. with the fourth and the tenth pick. Yeah. We got the New York Giants yeah. with the fifth and the seventh pick. Yeah. And that, folks, is all I really care about in this yeah. NFL draft. And also, obviously, who the number one pick is. Injuries. If you still continue to watch these playoffs and keeping up with the playoffs, as you guys know, that injuries continue to shape out how these players are looking. Injuries to Devin Booker. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Joel Embiid, yeah. punk-ass Ben Simmons, yeah. and even Luka Doncic. Yeah. But you know what? Regardless yeah. of these injuries, we're going to see which one of these guys come back. But injuries are definitely playing a factor. Oh, yeah, Ben Simmons definitely shouldn't be paid for this year. We're going to get to all that. I see your comments coming in. I do see your comments coming in. And folks, Chris Paul is setting us up for one of his signature moves. What is his signature move? You have failed this city. You have failed this city. That is his signature move, folks. And I'm telling you, you know, I know you guys looking at it and you want to just hold, held home serve. But they held home serve with the, with the best team in the league. I tell you, Chris Paul is setting us up for one of his signature moves. And his and if he and if he was a wrestler, his signature move would be called You have failed this city. You have failed this city. And speaking of failing their city, the Rockies helped Cabrera become the seventh of his kind. I have dangers. And just dangers. to let you hear. I have dangers. And just to let you know, Miggy's, aka Miguel Cabrera. Is different from Melky Cabrera. They're two different people. Just let you guys know. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw Spike Lee at the games recently, but Spike Lee has been definitely letting his Brooklyn flag flow. Also, I got my Amazon back. I know you guys probably didn't realize, but yeah, I kind of lost my Amazon. But I got my Amazon back. Also, UFC 273 happened this weekend. Draymond Green fouls out and puts his team in a precarious situation. And folks, we had a couple of last-second game winners by people like Rudy Gobert and Trey Young. 
to help their team play another day. Anybody can be beat. Anybody can be beat. I don't know if you guys heard, but Elon Musk buys Twitter for $44 billion, and suddenly the hashtag buy Twitter is trending like And I don't know if you guys noticed, I got a little fun fact for you in the tier of the weekend. Klay Thompson, so far in these playoffs, he leads all players with three-point shots made. Thompson three-pointer. Thompson three-pointer. Bang! Oscar is returning for SummerSlam. Oscar is the Japanese female wrestling phenom who had a, who had an incredible um, winning streak. For about two years with her title. About two years? Felt like it. Right? Oh, a winning streak of two years, I want, I want to say, maybe. And she left during the COVID time period. Or maybe they didn't or maybe they didn't resign her. But it looked like she was about to make her way back. And she'd be making her return at SummerSlam. And speaking of SummerSlam and WWE. WWE this week is celebrating 20 years of Randy Orton being in the business. And when I hear you, Randy Orton's been in the business for 20 years, I'm like, damn, we basically came up together. But Randy Orton, folks, and he's still one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, like when people ask me, like, who's your, who's your favorite wrestler? As long as Randy Orton is probably still wrestling right now, he's probably still my favorite wrestler. He's one of those guys that, whether he was on a main storyline or he was in a mid-pushover storyline, or just kind of like just being buried for a little bit. If he was in a match with somebody, you kind of watched him. And he did pay his dues for a while. And a lot of those guys that are fighting for the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship, they pushed him down for a while. And he had him, and they had him fighting with those guys and helping them give those guys push. And now you see him back with a, with, with a title, getting major push with the Usos and, 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 and the Isle of Relevancy. But again, folks, we're talking about 20 years of... With the three most destructive letters in sports entertainment. Everybody with me. And lastly, in our tea of the weekend, folks. Can I get my music up just, just for a little bit? Lastly, in, my, in the tea of the weekend, Florida man. Local Florida man, I'm talking about like I could probably drive to where they where they live at tonight and come back before the podcast is even over. That's how local this Florida man is. Well, folks, Florida man wins Rookie of the Year. Come on, camera in Florida. And that, folks, camera in Florida. Yeah. Is your tea yeah. of yeah. the weekend. There we go. There goes your tea of the weekend, folks. Let's, let's, let's go in and get and get into these. Let's get and get, get into these sports, right? Like I said, I really had planned on starting at, I started at at eight oh seven, which means that the Brooklyn game wouldn't have been over yet, right? Which means we still would have been getting, we still would have been in, in, into the thick of that one. What the hell is going on here? I'm losing shit all over the place. 
which is that we still would have been in the thick of, uh, of it. Which, which, which lets you understand that on how things are going to go, right? Because just to give you guys a quick playoff update before we get into anything else, basketball or sports related. So if you've been following the playoffs right now, um, the Phoenix Suns are currently tied with the New Orleans, well, I'm about to say the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans 2-2. Two to two. We, have the Dal- we have Dallas and Utah tied up 2-2 two to, two to two as well. Golden State and Denver are sitting at 3-1 in the L in the favor of Golden State. Memphis and Minnesota, those those two young gunners, they're also tied 2-2. Two and two. I said, Dallas and Utah, that still surprises me because, like I said, Luka wasn't there for some time. So every game that they won, and I said, they're having their fifth game right now. Every, every game that they won without without Luka, I feel like they were stealing Ws. And also, part of me was kind of happy about it, too, because I'm like, you know what? Whatever is going to make Donovan Mitchell upset more. <laughs> All right, as you guys um, just heard, um, Boston has swept the Brooklyn Nets, folks. The Brooklyn Nets are the first team out of the playoffs this year. And the only team so far to get swept. Man, I'm telling you right now, we're going to have some big Brooklyn words from for, um, um, for, for Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steve Nash, and Ben Simmons. And I ain't gonna lie. I've heard that people have been going off on them all all weekend and and, and, and all day. I've purposely kept myself away from them people. I really have, because I didn't want to hear shit what they wanted to say. I, did, I didn't I didn't want them polluting like the my my own venom. Like I, I have my own shit that I want to say about these motherfuckers, and and that and that shit ain't gonna ain't gonna be pretty either way, folks. Right now Philly is losing to Toronto, folks, seventy five to sixty two. They're down by 13 with just about a minute to go in the third quarter. Right now, this Dallas and Utah game has just started. Dallas is at home, and they're up 10 to 4 early on. Milwaukee, I'm sorry, like I said, Brooklyn has already been swept um, from Boston. Miami's up on Atlanta 3 to 1. Milwaukee's up on Chicago 3 to 1. And also, Philly's up on Toronto 3 to 1. So we have a couple. So tonight, we, we could add a couple of people that's going home. I said, as as you guys already know, we we already have the answer to this. But Brooklyn was on the verge of going home tonight. They have gone home tonight. Toronto can go home if Philly if Philly wins at home. Right now, it looks like Toronto is um Toronto is currently winning that game. We'll see how thing how things continue to progress. We'll talk a little bit more in depth in that game. Actually, we'll probably go talk about that game next after we talk about what's going on in Brooklyn because Brooklyn really is. Officially, our first topic of the day. Because first we're just going to talk, we're just going to talk about Saturday's game. But now we have to talk about both games all in, all encompassing, right? And I hope I can get this off my chest now, and I have to worry about talking about this shit on Wednesday. This has been a disapp- this has been a disappointing series, right? Last the last um I don't even know what the score of this game was. We just told, but we just told it to you. Um, I already forgot it. But last game they lost that game one hundred nine to one hundred three, and. You can see some. You you can see some of the differences, right, in last game to this game, right. You can see that they made that some of the changes that they started playing around with in game three that they continue trying to incorporate in game four, which lets you know that even though we are highly criticizing Steve Nash's adjustments, right, at least he's still trying, right. You can still see he's still trying, and it may be late, but he's still trying, and it may be late because. Just like how you, just like how they mentioned how when it comes to players that it takes some time for you to move naturally without thinking the game. Well, what if it's the same exact thing for coaches? 
What if it takes time for him to make adjustments naturally without overthinking the scenario? Because he made adjustments, he just made them super late. By the time he made the adjustments, we, we all felt like, okay, like this, this, this is a day late and a dollar short. Like, like, like you owe me taxes now. Or you owe me interest now, I should say. <laughs> Luca wants too much. Let's let's see what some of these comments are coming in about Brooklyn. Ben Simmons, let's see Kyrie. Okay. So I'm not gonna go too deep into Steve Nash. Even though Steve Nash is a, is, is a huge and major issue that's going on right now. Like I said, his his adjustments are late, but but that's because he's he's a neophyte of a head coach. So he just may be processing the game from a coaching standpoint at a different speed. Like, see, when he's running the court and playing point guard and running to everybody, like everything functions a different way. He's able to see things differently. But now when he's trying to now play this whole entire chess match where he's responsible for every piece on the board versus having every piece on the board adjust to his movement, it's actually now what he can calculate. And and you and you and you see and you see him the and you're seeing some of those struggles. So just just a little bit slow of reaction time. One of the things that 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 he did from last game to this game, or he even did last game, that you was wondering, okay, where was this? Where was more of this? Was Blake Griffin? Well, you know, we got a healthy dose of Blake Griffin in this game, and it, and it still didn't help. By that time, Boston already saw him last game, and they're like, okay, we're gonna make our adjustments in case Blake Griffin comes in now. But Blake Griffin um, offered you an intangible. He was I mean, he offered you offered you a different kind of energy. He offered you a different kind of hustle. There's a little bit different intensity on defense. Who would have thought that Blake Griffin would change the intensity level on defense? So Steve Nash is gonna have some Steve Nash will have some questions to answer for. Not only like I said, it's not only just his adjustments, but even in this game that we watched, you saw the issue with their spacing a lot. Where Kyrie, or it seems like Kyrie Irving, or even other individuals in the lineup, they're not in the optimal position on the court so that the person that they're isolating for can take advantage of the one-on-one. And the spacing from the one-on-one. Finish my truth already? <laughs> Shit's going fast. Like I said, like, this is the blame on all kind of levels. But like I said, ultimately, this, this, this is always going to fall on Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, Irving and Kevin Durant came there and they were empowered by ownership. Or the general manager or by the president or whomsoever. They were empowered by them. And that empowerment and that entitlement allowed them to change out the head coach for Steve Nash. Change out the head coach for somebody that had no clue how to properly draw up X's and O's and manage a championship caliber winning team. Talent-wise. Instead, he came there like he like 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 these were his stepkids and he was and he was a new stepdaddy trying to be everybody's best friend. And now the kids are running over him, and he has no clue how to get it back, how to rein it back in. And now at this point in time, the only way to rein it back in is to get a new stepdaddy. Just saying. 
Open up that door for somebody else. It's time for them to start coming in. It's not even the first segment you already done my juice. Or first hour, I should say. KD's lot KD's fourth quarter performances in these in, in this whole entire series. I'm, I mean, up until this last game, possibly had a little better, like a little better, a little better. But Kevin Durant's fourth quarter performances um, during this whole entire time has been fucking horrendous. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the amount of points or even shots he's, he's managed to get up. Well, not for nothing, just man, just the shots he's managed to get. Like, like we've talked about this before, right? That it takes a special kind of talent to be able to block Kevin Durant's shot. And when you see those guys, then you're like, oh, damn. Like, that's odd. We've, we've now only still identified three people to block his shot. Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Mitchell Robinson. I, I can't verify if Pascal Siakam... I'm trying to think guys in that in that lanky-ish area that may have been guarding him. Anthony Davis. Ooh, ooh. Donovan Mitchell just cooked. Made a nice little dump off of this man missed at point blank range. But also he got him to in a bad spot. Like, yeah. Never had a really chance to, to, to gather. He was always messing with the ball. Luca drives, gets it in, or gets it out. You get it back in. Is that three seconds? Get out of the paint. Nice ball movement. Dallas winning sixteen to eight. Five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Um, Toronto is still beating Philly by nine, seventy-five, sixty-six. I don't see the time on there. Let me get. I got something on my screen. End of the third just happened. Well, I, and I'm pretty sure this is behind, because it's also showing me the score of the Utah and Dallas game, and what I'm watching it is way ahead of that, and also. Yeah, they've already come back from the fourth from what I'm watching on here, too. And it's 79-68 from where I can see. Toronto up by 11 with, with 9.59 left. I'll probably, I'll probably keep giving you... I'm going to ignore that at the top, and I'm going I'm to keep giving you updates from what I'm watching. I like to see the action that's going on here. But Kevin Durant's fourth quarter performances has been horrendous. And, 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 I, and I mean... Horrifically horrendous to the point where, how the hell are we considering Kevin Durant one of the best players in the league when he's having fourth quarter performances like this? The best players in the game, the best in the world, the best of all time do not get this. And I realized something, right? You have to understand is that Kevin Durant isn't LeBron James. But you also have to understand that we're comparing Kevin Durant to LeBron James. Where LeBron James gets compared to Michael Jordan. And let me, let me also, I, and I think I've explained this once before. I can't remember where, if I was on the air or was on a phone call. I, I probably was on a phone call, I don't, and I may have also done this on the air. But people always say, like, it's, it's kind of disrespectful to compare LeBron to Michael Jordan when he hasn't even surpassed Kobe yet. While you are right, you have to understand, nobody gets compared to the number two. Nobody gets compared to the number three, the number four, the number five. This isn't boxing, right? Or a street fighter where, okay, I have to fight this guy, knock him out, got to fight this guy, knock them out, fight this guy, knock them out. Yes, we understand that you go up and on a podium. But we also call, but we also call, call, call LeBron James 
a generational talent and possibly could be one of the greatest players of all time. So if you're one of the greatest players of all time, we're comparing to the greatest um, um, to the to the greatest player of all time that we all that we all have it, um, etched in our head. And who we have as our head is the greatest player of all time is Michael Jordan. So that's who you say he doesn't compare to. And, and part of the reason why you say he doesn't compare to because he barely has, because he hasn't even passed Kobe. But we do get it. So you understand that Kevin Durant, we don't compare to Jordan. We're not comparing him to Kobe. We're not comparing him to any legends. Where he's being compared to his peers. Where LeBron James isn't being compared to any of his peers. He has surpassed all of his peers. It is now the current players in this game to see if they can get to LeBron James's level. But I'm going to tell you this too. There's only one person I believe that's currently in this league that has passed, surpassed LeBron James. And that is Stephen Curry. Even without the hardware. So while Kevin Durant isn't LeBron James, LeBron James isn't Stephen Curry. Call it what you want. But make sure you call me on the Podbean on, on, on the Podbean hotline. I don't know if you guys are listening. I mean, you're listening to me anywhere that you can listen. That you basically listen to podcasts, especially if you're listening live. I mean, that you're probably catching me on Twitch. You're catching me on Facebook. You now you catching me on on Instagram. You may be catching me on 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 on, on Twitter. But if you want to call in because you're like, yo, this guy is wilding, then I have links in the bio. Follow that link tree link, right? Go to where it says Podbean. Call into the podcast here. That's how you call into the podcast. So if you want to call in and interact with me, that's the best way. And, and if you're listening, and if you're listening to the re-ear, whether that's on, on Google Podcast, on, on TuneIn, on iTunes, on, on Spotify, you know what I mean? Or Google I said Google Podcast right there now. Right? Wherever you listen wherever you listen to the re-ear at, if you still listen to the re-ear on YouTube and Facebook, you know what I mean? So wherever you listen to the to the re-ear at, then yeah, go ahead and get the Podbean app. Because if you're like, damn. Like, I really want to call into a show and, 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 and interact with him and, and yap that shit the fuck up. So that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. We're about, we about to take a break here real soon, about the next five minutes or so. Five minutes? No, no, we got a little bit more time than that. We got a little bit more time than that. Yeah, we have a little bit more five minutes. We got, we got like about 14 more minutes before we take our first break. Now, so what I was saying is that Kevin Durant isn't LeBron James, right? And obviously, like I said, LeBron James to me isn't isn't even Stephen Curry, and they aren't neither, and, and none of them are Kobe, and obviously that makes them not Jordan. But Kevin, but I I really don't want to hear about Kevin now. Kevin Durant may be the best player in the game right now, maybe as LeBron James diminishing. But that also doesn't say a lot for the people that are in the game right now. I believe Giannis and Stephen Curry maybe are better than him at this current time. But what I'm seeing, now he is a seven-foot freak of nature that can dribble, shoot a little. And just because throughout the years, we haven't been able, we haven't seen a lot of centers that, that portray that skill. But this is the skill of basketball. A lot of those centers in the past were just getting away with being big and doofy. Not being big and doofy isn't the only uh, uh, only prerequisite to being a good center or being a good big man. Now you actually have to be able to dribble, drive, and shoot from um, for the most part. So now we're seeing guys that, that are seven foot that can do that. And I guarantee you, back in the day, if they ever had a seven foot that can do that, they would have honed the shit out of them. And not just made them a back-to-basket person. Right? 
So so I'm no longer amazed by the evolution of, of the of the six foot guy, six eleven guy, six ten guy, seven foot guy. That's what we're supposed to. This is basketball now. Finally, you big ass motherfuckers are coming to the court with a full with, with almost a complete um full skill set. Like everybody else shorter than you was forced to do. I'm hearing some type of weird music. I wonder if that's coming from one of my neighbors. Now, Kyrie Irving also the same exact thing. Kyrie Irving isn't Steph. Kyrie Irving isn't Allen Iverson. I'm sorry. Like, like he isn't Isaiah Thomas. Like he's not. He's not Damian. I'm a pause there. But I still take Damian Lillard before I take Kyrie Irving all day long. And I think you guys will agree with me. I don't think he's Baron Davis. And what I mean by that, I'm, I'm looking at guys that were the man on their team as the point guard that led their team to playoffs and championships. See? This generation right here, right, and, and LeBron started it for a handful of people, and I'm hoping that we're getting back to a, to a time where we're starting to see it stop, right? I'm, I'm, think, I'm hoping that we're getting to a time where people look at certain players like Stephen Curry, right, who constantly keeps forcing people to come there, and he's in his, his place and he's beloved, but Stephen Curry, Damian Lillard, and these other guys, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's like, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to do my thing here. You come play with me here. I don't have to go build a super team in Miami or build a super team in L.A. or build a super team in L.A. <laughs> right? Or build a super team in Brooklyn to try to have to to try to have to steal a championship. Or build a super team in Golden State. You know what I mean? To try to to try to um, steal a championship. Because now what's happening is that those championships are getting diminished. And we've been diminishing them, but they are like every time you have performances like this. They get diminished more and more because it is evident. It is it is it is one hundred percent pure evident that you got those chips to be lazy. You got those chips just to get that monkey off your back, who is AKA the media. So at least you could be like, "Hey, I got my championships," because we see as the leader of the t of any team, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You guys aren't championship winning material as the leader of a team. You aren't. You guys are some of the greatest number twos ever. The biggest deuces in the world. You get an honorable mention. Not number one, but a number two. You get an honorable mention. That's who you guys are. That's why the narrative is like that about LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Like, LeBron James took you guys there and Kyrie Irving hit the one last lucky shot. Because we see that he can't hit those shots consistently. We see that he don't hit those shots when it really matters. You see he could barely hit those shots to help his team not get swept. You see, before he teamed up with LeBron James, he couldn't even hit that shot to help his team make the playoffs. And we see that when, when he's by himself and Kevin Durant, his team struggles to make the playoffs. These are these guys' real resumes. 
You have to understand, it was the greatness of LeBron James and, and, and Stephen Curry that helped elevate the mystique and the narrative of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But you remove those guys from that scenario, and who are they? What are they? Listen, I did the same thing for LeBron James. You take him out of that Miami Heat scenario, and it was, it was a while. I'm like, okay, what the fuck has he done? Now he, what he has done is gone to Cleveland and gone to L.A. and won chips. As the man, as the leader. Didn't have to piggyback on somebody else's. Somebody else's built establishment. Somebody else's winning culture. Somebody else's winning way. No, got there, tore that shit down, and built it up himself. And at least he managed to get two championships in eight years. That's all I'm giving him credit for. Or the six years that he, or seven years that he was in Cleveland before then. So that's two championships in 15 years. You see, we're running into we're running into a into a into a time now where these guys are gonna have to really start winning these championships on their own, and not so much on their own, but they got to start. They're gonna have to stop. I'm um, doing this paper chase of what they're doing. You see, not only is it, is it proven to not be highly successful, but not, it, not only and and it's temporary. But damn, I'm so glad this year it proved to be so highly and so highly, highly, highly ineffective. Because now you're starting to see that these culture teams, right? They they're gonna start being a little bit more respected. Like, where would you ever go now? Would you ever go to Boston? Would you ever go to Brooklyn? Would you ever go to Brooklyn? Would you ever go to Milwaukee? If you're trying to play for a team, and I'm not even talking about you as a star player. I'm talking about as you as one of these mid-level guys that's just trying to make. They're trying to find a, find a way to make an indentation on a winning team, and trying to find the next place that you can that you can call home and not have to worry about anything. Where are you gonna? Where would you want to go? This has been this has been a horrible. This this, this has been an exercise in futility, to be honest with you. Like I said, one thing we've definitely learned, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are both not leaders. Like, they couldn't lead a flock of dodo birds off a cliff. And if you don't know what a dodo bird is, it's probably because it's extinct. And it was said that they got extinct because they, a lot of them fell to their own doom. Because they couldn't fly or some shit like that. Some weird shit. This was called a dodo bird. Like, they were literally killing themselves. Kill themselves. Kill themselves. What? Kill themselves. They kill themselves. So now we look. So now this Boston and 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 Brooklyn series is done, right? And 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 Boston's defense. Boston's defense completely manhandled the Brooklyn Nets. It, it, it reminded me of some 90s, 80s defense. But you know what, though? Some teams have a reputation. 
And when you and some players have reputation. And when you have a player or a team that has a certain reputation, then you're allowed to play a certain way. See? Like teams that have Patrick Beverly, teams that have Marcus Smart, they're always gonna be able to be a little bit more physical than other teams. Because now cause they have guys that are supposed to be intense defensive guys on the perimeter. Dogs, barkers. So those teams allow a little bit more physicality. Memphis, when they had the grindhouse back in the day, right? Down low, those teams were allowed to be a little play a little bit more physical because they just knew that that's how they play. So they allowed that physicality. Other teams were like, nah, that's not your that, that, that's not your style, but you're trying to be a bully. Stop being an asshole. Get back into regular mode. Go back to playing with your fucking finesse. Joel and B out here trying to play with a fucked up thumb. Torn ligaments and shit. So I understand what that means. Like, I still can't fucking bend my thumb all the way ever since my ex-girlfriend bit the shit out of it. Almost felt like she was about to sever it. Oh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend, yeah, she's a complete piece of shit. She's a complete piece of work. Whew, goddamn. I'm telling you, that broad is no good. I wouldn't wish... Nah, her name is Shada Dunkley. I would not wish her on anybody. You see her, you run. Like, if she's trying to date you, run. It is a, it is a scheme. She has nothing worth. She she has nothing worthwhile going on in her life. So she tries to leech onto other men and, and keep them in trap. She is violent. She's so so stupid, but she's manipulative. And, and see, when you use when you use your powers for evil and to be manipulative, you're not you're not smart. You're just foolish and dumb because eventually all of that shit comes to play. Told you you weren't deserving of any of that shit. She has a, she has a pattern of violence. She has a pattern of trying to purposely impregnate herself by men to try to keep you trapped in. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah. Like like and she will try to stab you too. She 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 is completely violent. She will try to she will try to she will try to siphon money out of your account. Yeah, trust me. I, I, she's a she she is the absolute meaning of a succubus because the only thing of value that that, that she has is her pussy. And that's what, so that's what she try to use as leverage, right? And at her sex game. But outside of that, like she has she she brings no value or, or nothing to the, to a table. So I wouldn't wish that I wouldn't wish her on my on my worst enemy. Like 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 you see her come into your life, you run the other way. You you see that first red flag and and you eject her from your life. <laughs> like that is real talk. Because she is doing well, she is only there to bring you down. She is only there to leech off of you. She is only there to suck nutrients off of you. I would give you her phone number and her driver's license number here on air, but I'm not that evil. You're like, for a good time, call 954. <laughs> but no, seriously, stay away. Stay away. Like, she is, she is, she is, she is the full definition of a hot mess. All right, let's get back, let's get, let's get back to more hot messness, right? And that is these Brooklyn Nets. Right, like Boston's defense, right? They allowed them to be physical, but that's because Boston has been one of those physical teams. Boston has been, Boston has, has been known to be a physical defensive team for for almost God knows how long, right? It's built into the DNA and the fabric of their organization and their culture. Period. And we're also talking about this being the playoffs, and in the playoffs, they're always gonna allow a lot. They usually allow a little bit more physicality. So if you're talking about a team that, that is already known for playing defense and known for being physical, and now you're playing in a, in a time frame 
right, or in a tournament where they allow a little bit more physicality, this is this this is this is turning out to this is right down Boston's alley because they're playing against a Brooklyn team that all they want to do is kill you with finesse. Remember, they didn't want to be coached hard. They didn't want any philosophies. You know what happens when you don't coach when you don't, when, when 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 you don't get coached hard. I mean, you also ain't fully playing hard. If you ain't, it means you ain't practicing hard. And if you ain't practicing hard, that means when you get teams that actually play you hard, pause, then that means that you have no clue what to do. Takes you out of your game. Takes you out of your rhythm. Takes you out of your comfort zone. And that's what you're trying to do, especially in the playoffs. You want to take teams, you want to take guys and take teams out of their comfort zone and make them do and make them do what they're not comfortable doing to see if they can beat you with their second. What would and, and generally the NBA is basically that anyway for the most part, right? Like you have to be able to to. You have to be able to beat somebody with your secondary move more than anything else by the time you get to this level. But now consistently, can you beat me with your second move? But more importantly, can you beat me with your tertiary move? Can you beat me with your fourth move? Can you beat me with your fifth move? I'm going to make you work to beat me all the way until 24 seconds in the, in the shot clock. How many moves do you have? And we know that Kyrie Irving is a guy that has, he has moves on moves on moves. But it's okay. We're going to make you empty the whole sack. Again, pause. Right, but we're going to make you we're going to make you empty uh, we're going to make you empty the whole entire clip. Right? And make you go on empty. To have to beat us. And unless you're willing to go there, unless you're willing to 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 shoot your shot until you're empty, and then after you're empty, turn um turn that gun upside down and start pistol whipping motherfuckers, right? Then we got you, and that's what Boston did. Boston came through with 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 some of uh, with, with some of the hardest D that 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 Bo- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> some of the hardest D that. Brooklyn has seen probably so far this whole entire year. And now Brooklyn has been eliminated from the playoffs. They're the first team gone. But you know what, though? You can... you can see it, and it's all, it all stems from the kind of individuals that these guys are. It all stems from, from how they wanted to be coached and how they wanted this organization to be ran. Where, from the beginning, like, you can see the difference between Brooklyn and Boston. It wasn't just the defense, obviously. But Brooklyn had no Tia Marie and Rick James. They had no fire and no desire. They thought they could just come out here and be cute, and they'll win it. I, I, I can go out here and I and I could be Mr. and I could be Uncle Drew or Mr. Rucker Park, and I can just win it. We talked about this already. Even LeBron James learned eventually. I need a coach. I need somebody that's gonna coach me. When he was his most successful, is because he was coached, and he was led by an organization. by individuals more experienced at winning and leading than he was. It happened again in Cleveland.
And as you can see, he got lucky in L.A. Dallas up by five now, 33-28. And again, you would have thought Kevin Durant would have realized this because he would have realized that it wasn't just the talent in Golden State that, that helped them win. It really was the coaching of Steve Kerr that helped keep that glue together to help keep them focused to get through the different scenarios. Now, I know it may have felt super easy to him, right? But it was also super easy because they had a winning culture. They had a, they had a winning system, a winning, a winning coach, and, they, and you came in there. And because you're not a leader, you're not an alpha male, that, that you're not the kind of guy that's going to come in there and, 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 and ruffle feathers or, 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 or instill your dominance. Right, you just come in there and you are you, and granted, like you didn't ruffle any feathers, like you did what you're supposed to. You played good boy, but you automatically fall in, fell in line. You you automatically came and played the passive role, and they found the best way to utilize you. They found the best way to utilize you and made the game look even easier. But now you see, I've always told people, when Golden State needed to make their next run, they didn't need somebody like Kevin Durant. They just needed somebody better than Harrison Barnes. And Jordan Poole right now is better than Harrison Barnes. But more importantly, what they realized they also needed too when they played when they, when they played Cleveland and LeBron James and Kyrie Irving is that they needed somebody that can also handle the ball. They needed a, an effective ball handler, somebody that can get the shot, that can also engage the offense, get their own shot off, get to the basically dribble, drive, and shoot. Somebody that had at least all of some of the same qualities as, as as Stephen Curry. Maybe not as great as him, but at least had some of those same qualities. So that they can that so that he doesn't have to always be the ball handler. So even Draymond doesn't always have to be the ball handler. They can have another another guard handler on that court that can really engage and initiate that offense. Because that's what Sean Livingston was. And they missed that. And now they got that back. And that person is still better than Harrison Barnes. And you're seeing how Golden State looks, which is crazy because I just put money down for, for Memphis to make it um, to win the Western Conference Championship, which means they have to beat Golden State and they have to beat possibly Phoenix. And I'm really jolting on Golden State. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am really, really jolting on Golden State this year. Like, we may have a Golden State and Miami or a Golden State and Milwaukee championship this year. And that shit's going to be fire because, if I'm not mistaken, Milwaukee used to be the Golden State. They like, used to be the Milwaukee Warriors or, or some shit like that. Or did they just share a, share, share a good player? I want to say the Warriors used to be Milwaukee. It was the Minnesota Lakers. Yeah, and I think it was the Milwaukee Warriors. See Patrick Mahomes at the game with some, I don't know, frowsy looking broad. See Troy Aikman, Dirk Nowitzki at the Dallas game. Danny Ainge, Dwayne Wade. We got a couple people on celebrity roles, as we call it, in, in Nick Land. I'm assuming everybody calls it that, right? I'm assuming everybody has adopted that phrasing. 
And since we're talking about ad adopting something, let me get you guys to know about something that you all should adopt. Right, get over here. Let, let, let's bring this up into the camera, right? Because we, we were talking about a couple of things, right? We were talking about adopting. We were talking about, we were talking about Boston's D. But let's talk about something that can make sure that, that, that you always have some good D. And what we're talking about, folks, is here is Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? Play my music. What is Blue Chew? Well, Blue Chew, I'm glad you called up. Blue Chew just happens to be the little blue pill that can give you back your thrill. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, can I bring that down a notch? Can I bring that down just a notch? Two notches. Here we go. Blue Chew happens to be a little blue pill, folks, that can give you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. This little blue pill has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. Folks, if you use this week's promo code of, let's give you this week's promo code. This week's promo code of LRFJ, that's Lima, Romeo, Fox, Juliet, you can get your first order of blue chew for free, folks. Yes, for free. That's what we do here, at, uh, here on the MIT Sports Podcast. The only thing that you're going to have to do is pay for your shipping and handling. Shipping and handling is only $5. That's for your postal workers. They're going to make sure that, 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 that you have a hard time in rain, snow, sleet, or hail. Rain, snow, sleet, or hail. Something like that, right? Folks, Blue Chew. It's really simple. One, don't take with nitrates, it says. Don't not exceed the dose every 24 hours. Right? If you have an erection that lasts more than whatever, 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 just keep fucking. <laughs> you know, seriously, like, what, what are you going to do, right? If you have that erection, you're going to beat your meat or you're going to keep fucking. Like, like stop playing right now. Uh, you gonna wear, you going to wear somebody's ass out. Like, baby, I, I, I know you're sore right now, but let's see what that, what that mouth do. Like, you got a left hand, you got a right hand. Like, like, okay, and put them titties together. Like, 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 you, you want to have somebody chafing all over the place. But Bluetooth, really, there's only, because when it comes to Bluetooth, it's that simple. There's only two, there's only two requirements. You chew it, and then you do it. How long you do it is up to you. you know, I like to get my Lionel Richie on. That all night long, all night, yeah. All night long, all night, yeah. Speaking of all night, don't you guys forget, we'll be at Sharky's on Wednesday night. We're going to have the interview most likely with, with the lovely Nikki Dyka, one of the local actresses and and and, and individual that, that is engaged in, 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 the, in the in the local arts of her community on the... Damn it, what's the word I'm looking for? Arts. What word am I? Art, what, what, what? Ah! Acting arts? No, that's not the right word. Acting arts isn't the right, isn't the word. Liter, 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 literature arts? Liberal arts? Whatever. Some shit like that. But she's, into, but she's into the arts of a local community. We'll be interviewing her on on, on Wednesday, possibly. So we're going to go ahead and double and, and double verify and make sure things are still in line. Also, we'll see if we can get the guys from, 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 from Lamar TV. Let's see if we can reschedule something with those guys. Uh, see if we can reschedule up with those guys as well. We'll keep you up to date. And you'll find out. We'll, we'll share something on social media and so you guys can make sure that you come out and follow. Um, 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 um. Let's get back into this Brooklyn game, right? I said right? This, this Brooklyn game is really gonna is really gonna take over a whole lot of me. You guys, you know what? I'm gonna leave Spike alone. I'm gonna leave Spike alone because you know what? That's just his Brooklyn flag in him. And as you guys can see, 
even as a diehard Knicks fan, and grew up as a diehard Knicks fan, if you're from the borough of Brooklyn, you get a Brooklyn, you, you you get a borough from you get a a Brooklyn borough exemption, right? You get a BBE, right? You get you get you get yourself a B um you get you get yourself a BBE because it's because like I said nobody understands what it means to have a to, to have a, um a, a team in your in your borough pop up. Like I said, if it suddenly happened in Yonkers, you motherfuckers will all of a sudden be you know what I mean? You'll be you'll be showing interest to that goddamn Yonkers team. It, it sucks though. It really does suck because they're riding our division. Like this would be a whole lot easier if these motherfuckers was in the West. I ain't gonna lie. But I know this ain't like the NFL where you know, but it's, it's only because it's the West. I mean, they, they, they did like 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 baseball and football where you have an American League and a National League. Right? That's what that's what that's what maybe maybe that's what maybe um NBA should do. Make it like an eight like an American Basketball League and National Basketball League, an ABL and an NBL, <laughs> or AB, ABA and an NBA, and that way we could we could put. One New York team in the ABA and put the other one in the NBA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have all the other leagues. That way I can I can I can one hundred root for my ABA team and my NBA team. <laughs> oh man! But that's it. Not the um. It doesn't look like Philly is gonna be able to pull it off as as they're down seventeen points or just about. 80, like, like 54 seconds left to go. So that game is probably, that game is a watch. I'm not even going to go back there. So it looks like Toronto is able to extend that out. And now they, and now they're sitting at 3-2 going back to Philly. And this is, this is, this is going to be rough. Because Philly is struggling partly because of Joel Embiid's injury. And you can see it now, these last two games, they could have, they could have pulled this off. And that's something at the end that are just, the little extras are just missing in, in little places, and I'm pretty sure if, if that injury that that's nagging, we're gonna keep an eye on this series. If Toronto finds a way to pull this off, whew, James Harden ain't gonna get ahead of this. <laughs> it is it is really funny that James Harden is probably gonna find the person to get the, to get the blame here. Um, but but it, but it is what it is. It really is it is what it is. Before we get into some of these other games, right? Since since we are talking about Philly and Toronto, right? So before we get into any of these other games, let's go ahead and give and, and give a nice little shot, a nice little to one Scott Scotty Bond, right for the Toronto Raptors as he is your 2021-2022 Rookie of the Year. No gripes about it, to be right. Maybe a little surprise. And only reason why I'm surprised is that I thought. That it was going to go to 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 to, to Evan Mobley, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Evan Mobley. I said that right, actually. It's probably because I was thinking Patino Mobley, and I <laughs> said his name right as Evan Mobley. But I was actually thinking that Evan Mobley was gonna win it. Um, and obviously, like Evan Mobley just didn't get it for the most part due to some of those injuries, but. No gripes to Scotty Barnes. Um, I'm winning this award. He has, he he has played his ass off. He ended up, he was the third best player on this team the whole entire season. Um, he had one of he had one of he was able to pull one of those, those those those, those super extensive stats that, that they pull out 
for to to have them in a, in a, in a, in a in a in a prestige category of of rookies that were able to do astonishing things and also extend their careers to 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 be all stars in this league. So, so Scotty Barnes winning this, man, I'm, I'm no no big gripes about it. Now I did actually see the announcement for it, and that was pretty fucking cool. Like like to, like to be honest with you, you saw that. When they announced it, it was during was I don't know if it was, like it was basically it was during practice session, and what they had was a message from Vince Carter. That's who actually I heard say this now. They mentioned it. Um, they they mentioned this um to Vince Carter. They they scouted over to Vince Carter, and Vince Carter that mentioned that how he was the how Scotty Barnes ended up becoming only the third player in Toronto Raptors history to win Rookie of the Year. Outside of himself, and I forgot who the other person was. Well, maybe it was Patino Mobley, <laughs> some shit like that. But I did forget who the other guy was that he mentioned. So as, as you as you see, um, as, as far as the Toronto Raptors go, they're already making the playoffs. You know that their organization is 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 ran pretty well. They they found a way to keep to start run, to have a sustainable organization. They're now they're now they're now respected. They won a championship recently. They still have some of those pieces from that championship squad to, to continue helping with that culture. They already had a guy in Pascal Siakam. Now you had a, now you now you add a rookie in Scotty Barnes that has like that, that similar um, architect. And as you guys have, have have started to see, like the more you start accumulating a lot of these six eight six nine six ten six eleven skill set guys, even six seven sometimes. But the more you start, you start accumulating those guys that that have those skill sets, and that, then it it really allows your offense to go in a lot of to go in a lot of versatile ways, from the point guard position all the way up to the center position. Right, Allow, allows for a lot of switching, allows for a lot of defense, allows allows for you to close up a lot of space, and that's what Toronto did, and that's how Toronto was able to to even get to the position that they that they got to so far this year. You you seen them using using a lot of that experience. They have no Fred Van Fleet. Red Van Fleet, I, I forgot what the fuck he was out there. I, I forgot what his injury was. I didn't write it down. I was going to say it wasn't a hamstring. Or it wasn't his back. I forgot what the fuck his injury was. But whatever Fred Van Fleet's injury was, it was too much for him to be able to continue playing this game. Even though Joel Embiid, he's playing through his um, his torn finger ligaments. Right? Um... Fred Van Fleet, he obviously, he, he obviously couldn't go. And we know that Fred Van Fleet could go. He, he would go. You see guys like Roy Williams coming back and playing through his injury. Stephen Curry coming back and playing through his injury. And Joel and not Joel and B, but uh, Ben Simmons is just sitting there like, yeah, I can't go. It's my back. Yeah, I was in practice, and uh, I'm starting to get some back soreness. Which... When I hear back soreness, right? Back soreness could have also been because you haven't done shit for a while. So maybe you you just been moving and twisting yourself and your back is sore because certain muscles were firing off that you haven't fired off in a while. And they may be sore today, but you could probably get through and they probably won't be like but I feel it hard to believe that he couldn't go at all with back soreness, especially from how he looked, right? Like, we all know the difference between, like, when your back is... What the fuck is that move? 
hell is going on out here? Hold on. I don't know if you guys can hear that. It sounded like somebody was in pain or like singing or whatever the hell they were doing. But <laughs> like that shit was piercing and that shit was distracting me a little bit. I don't know if you guys you guys can hear that shit. I don't know if you I don't know if you guys can hear all that. Where were we? Hey, that's how distracted I was. Oh, yeah, I'm not quite sure if uh, Fred Van Fleet was, but as well, that's why I said yeah, Ben Simmons, how he can't go. Like it's it's just it's like I said this whole Brooklyn. The whole Brooklyn saga has just been what's the what's the proper word? One kerfuffle after another, right? It, it has just been one big globber fuck. It's just it's just, it's just a cluster fuck. That, that's the thing. That's the word I'm looking for. It's been one big cluster fuck. It's been one mess after another, one bad moment. Like, it basically. The only good thing to come from this was that oh, you were going to sign Kevin Durant, but even then it was like yo, if I sign Kevin Durant, I'm not gonna have him for a year, and I have to take Kyrie. And I'm t I've, I've told everybody since the beginning I've been against this. And there has not been one successful moment here. Everything around this team has been toy moral turmoil and heartbreak and also confusion like what the fuck is going like really what the fuck is you doing it's been frustrating it's been very frustrating this whole entire year to say to say the least like this whole year this whole experience not this whole year the whole three years the whole like I said this is the third year into this the whole three years is an experience like somebody said in the comments earlier like if if I wouldn't play Ben Simmons shit this whole entire year. I wouldn't. And I'll and I'll keep and I'll keep saying it to you guys, right? Don't be surprised if if because of this we get some kind of weird ass, we get some new weird ass rule that pops up in a collective bargaining agreement. Because I know I know for a fact, and just thinking about it from from like my team standpoint. I don't want my team to have to be forced to pay a guy like that. Well, we've, we've been talking about this for weeks now. We don't know if the NBA is gonna is gonna find a way to stop making like guaranteed contracts or what. And, and I doubt that's like some guaranteed contracts. It's not even really a thing. Is like we like said, there's nothing in the NBA that says that players have to have a guaranteed contract. I know you probably think like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's nothing in the in the collective bargaining agreement that says contracts have to be guaranteed. It's just been it's just been done for so long. It's just commonplace. That's where we're at with guaranteed contract. It's commonplace for damn near everybody to get a guaranteed contract. Because honestly, if you're if you're a player and and, and you have an agent, what the fuck you look what, what the fuck look like your agent being the one guy getting uh, you be the one person not getting the guaranteed contract. You're firing that agent. You're gonna get the guy that gets the guaranteed contracts. Yo, it really sounds like somebody really. To be honest with you, I'm gonna tell you what it sounds like. It sounds like my ex girlfriend is, is 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 outside my window trying to interrupt my podcast. Like that's what it sounds like. 
because she's the kind of person that would do something like that. Like like that that is built in her into her DNA. But yeah, she is one hundred percent that kind of person. Again, stay away from her. Stay away from her if you guys can. Red flags all over the place. Don't believe shit that she says. She is one hundred percent a fraud. Like all of that shit she says is just sounds cute. So that she can butter up and leech onto whoever that she leeches onto. She is one hundred percent Elisa. She has a pattern, and she does, and, and and that pattern of not working and 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 trying to be supportive and being violent and 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 literally like start like like not doing anything with her life. Like literally, just the only value that she has is in is in the sex that she gives. Like seriously, like like she's not worth the headache. If I was in the UK, I would, I would I would run the opposite way from Shada Dunkley. <laughs> like all that spiritual, holistic shit that she says she did to nope, no, it's all a lie. It's all a pump fake. So you can lower down your guard. Like she's a liar. She's a she's a thief. She's a manipulator. She's a cheater. Like she's all of that shit. Like she is the worst human being that you could probably run into as a female. I've never said that about any of my exes. Like like seriously, like me and my like. Me and like all my exes, like like we're cool. Like I, I don't have anything. I've never had anything really bad to say about them. But this one, holy crap! This one takes the cake. Like like, like she, like she like really must have been spawned like birthed by Satan herself. Like like that is the child of evil. And 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 I, and but and trust me, you will know because she gives she gives great demon head. <laughs> Like she, like she will suck your soul through your dick. Red flags everywhere. Red flags everywhere. But if it ain't about the money, Papa just don't care. <laughs> Let's get back into this. Friday, like I said, we've we've had a bunch of games going on. We've got we had we had games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all, all over the place. The Miami, the Miami Heat they played on Friday, then they played again last night. Um. After that, um, on Friday night they were they were up three zero. They end up beating. No, no, they were up two one. They won the game on Sunday. Yeah. So they they, they end up being up two one, and then they end up losing the game on Friday. But they end up, but they end up coming back and winning that game on Sunday. And the game on Friday that was a close game. They end up winning that on a last second a last second heroic shot. A last second floater, nonetheless, by by one trash young. As you guys, as you guys see, even a broken clock, like, is right twice a day, and even a trash can gets a stake. You know what I mean? Because you know how we how we truly feel about Trey Young here. Like we like we don't we don't seem to, we don't we don't hide any of our feelings here on the podcast. This is the one place that we that we go ahead and we let out all emotions. Yo, Listen, I know these calls are recorded for quality and training purposes. But this is the this is the one place where if you where if you ask me anything, I'll go ahead and tell you right here on the podcast. This is the one open space. Get the howling is going down. I'm telling you. I really feel like that's like that's my that's out there in the background, like 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 trying to ruin the podcast. No, because she's just an evil, despicable human being like that. Like you guys have no clue. Like the level of evil this person will um will will, will go like the level of evil and Dishonor this person will go through or go to, I should say. Let's continue. Miami Miami played well, but Miami, Miami didn't just play well, they had some good Jimmy. 
right? They they had they had Jimmy Butler really coming out and and he's been and he's been busting his ass. They don't have anybody of real of real significant size that can really challenge Jimmy, right? Or or that or that or that can not 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 really just size, but with even muscle mass or yeah, that's the size that that can deter Jimmy from driving to the lane. That can move him off of his that can move him off of his driving lanes. He's basically just going through everybody. Now the only thing about that, he's going through everybody now. And it's just gonna keep getting more and more difficult as he goes on. Then this is this 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 is gonna start becoming a wear and tear on him. But it was it ain't just Jimmy though. You, um, every day they get in, they get they are they're getting they're getting the necessary contributions also from from Duncan Robinson. They're getting it from Tyler Hero. They're getting it, so they're getting it from not only their stars, but also from all of the role players, and even from the guys that are coming off the bench, like Duncan Robinson, like I said, who who has one hundred percent, who's one hundred percent like adopted and and gotten into and accumulated in, into his bench role, and acclimated, I should say, into his bench role. Now I think Miami go ahead. Um, Miami's gonna play tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Miami plays. To, Miami's gonna play tomorrow night, and I'm pretty sure after tomorrow night, this series is gonna be done, and and they'll be the next team to go. Um, and Atlanta Hawks will be the next team to go home. It's, it really, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still a little shook over the fact that Brooklyn is still the first team to be to be eliminated from the playoffs. That that still is beside me. Like you couldn't have told me that at the beginning of the season. And if you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have thought that everybody was injured. And if you would have told me that that they were basic, that you still had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving playing in that game, don't care who the um, whoever that third store was or was not, and the fact that they got swept, swept in the first round, yeah, you could you, you couldn't you, you couldn't have made me put any kind of money on that for me to believe you. Like I I don't like I'm. T- like I, I'm pretty sure there's a prop bet out there somewhere, like for them getting swept from like from all the way in the beginning of the season that the Brooklyn Nets would get swept in the first round and somebody is catching out. Who the hell would have believed that? So I, I think everything else has been a lot of a, a lot more believable so far in these playoffs than what happened in Brooklyn. Bro- that Brooklyn series almost feels like the outlier of the whole entire playoffs uh, of the whole entire first round. Like even Milwaukee doing what they're doing to Chicago, and even like I said, we understand that Chicago, um, Chicago was able to steal a game because that's what we figured that most teams should be able to at least steal a game. We see, we saw Toronto steal two. Like even even Chicago stole stole a game eventually, and then what and what happens after a team steals a game? And, and you know what's weird then because we always like especially in the first round you always see this pattern happen. Right, especially when it comes to the team that that isn't that 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 is really the underdog that that one game that they steal it feels it feels so gimmicky but also the next game right after that always becomes like a wake up call to the team that should win right to the team that's the favorite and and that's what we saw here like with with, with Milwaukee and Chicago that little win that Chicago that Chicago had was just enough Milwaukee to wake up and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't about to go down, Pimpin. 30-point game. Giannis comes out. He's unstoppable. He's beasting everybody. He's everywhere. 
And the thing about it, right, is that the one game that they did win was only because Chris Middleton was gone. It's because Chris Middleton left that game early with an injury. Chris Middleton is out there on is, is out there giving is out there giving speeches to his team like, yo, we've been here before. We've done this already. And that's crazy because they have. And when they did it was with, was with it was without Giannis. And he's supposed to be the best player on that team. So they're like and that's kind of a and that's kind of it like and, and that's low key, right? A challenge to Giannis as well. And we know that Giannis Giannis has that mobber mentality. He's gonna take these challenges on. But when he says that, that's a challenge to Giannis. Like, yo, I held this down without you last year. So you should be able to hold us down without me this year until I come back, if I come back. But you should be able to at least get to the Eastern Conference Championship without me. And then by then, that should be like four, six weeks down the road. I'll go ahead and, I, and, I, and I'll stomach some shit. I'll super, like, I'll, I'll bio-freeze my fucking leg. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take a couple of shots. I'll wrap my shit the fuck up and I'll come out here to be a distraction for a couple of games. Because I guarantee you, Chris Middleton's going to try to come back before the season ends. And Ben Simmons didn't even attempt to. Ben Simmons didn't even make an attempt. Not even a fucking attempt. They even tried. Yo, how whack are you? Like, you didn't even... You understand? Zion Williamson is trying to come back. And you can't come back. You have other people. That means... That means... A tenth of what you mean to their team. And they're coming back, trying to contribute. You won't even try, like, like, like that's how soft you are mentally. Like, it's weird as shit. Like, that's how much he, like, he's into, he's, he's in his own head. And the thing about it is that he's mentally in his own head, creating his own angst and anxiety. Now they saw that he has mental. See, I hate to keep going back to Brooklyn, but it keeps, it keeps coming back that way. They didn't even try. Sorry, I'm watching the TNT halftime report. But even so, Ben Simmons, he didn't even try. And that's the confusing part, right? And, that, and that's the part that I guess that, 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 that is really makes everybody so sick to their stomach, even more so than that outfit that he had on, right? But this is what makes you sick to your stomach that you see everybody around the league trying to come back. And Ben Simmons is not even trying to make an effort. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been saying this for weeks now. I've been saying this for months now. I feel like I've been saying this for over a year now. But... These, I, we may have to switch to a point, or the owners may find some creative ways to pay players or give a bonus to players that play the majority of their games. Or you don't get 100% of your salary unless you played XYZ amount of games. And then that extra amount that you get, they, they'll write it off as some. I'm telling you, something's going to happen. We've been saying this. And KJ and my co-host have been like, man, the players are never going to... I get the players are never going to... They're going to make some drastic change 
to how these contracts are laid out. I'm telling you right now, because remember, first and first, contracts are not even, I'm from Brooklyn. Contracts are not even guaranteed. See, that, that's, the, that's the whole mystique of it, is that people forget NBA contracts are not even guaranteed. It's just that it's just been protocol. It, 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 it's just become norm that everybody gets a guaranteed contract. But there's nothing There's nothing saying that guaranteed, contracts have to be guaranteed for anything. Don't be surprised. I've been trying to tell KJ this. I've been trying to tell Mark this. I've been trying to tell Chill Will this. And they keep looking at me like I've been crazy. But the more Kyrie keeps taking off games, the more the more that Ben Simmons... Ben Simmons ain't play all season. And he's trying to sue his team and he, take his team to arbitration to get his money back. What money? You know the Fed's listening? What money? Like, you ain't play a game. You don't have that much PTO lined up. And the NBA already has this already has like little rules where they where they allow you to cut injured players. Like Ben Simmons ain't gonna be cut, so they can save that whatever eighty percent or whatever on, on the salary cap. They may be able to utilize it, and, and maybe they was able to utilize it this year. But see, his his scenario is so weird because now we wonder like, is he gonna come back next year? Because to be honest with you, do you want him to come back next year? Like if you're Brooklyn. If you thought he was going to come back this year, based off of whatever research you did, whatever conversations that you had what uh, with either him or his agent, if you thought he was going to come back this year and he didn't, how do you feel about him now? And do you automatically want to trade him? And how are you going to get away with that? Two years straight now, you trade... Ben Simmons, and James Harden. I told you I'm from Brooklyn, but I'm not fully a Brooklyn Nets fan. It is bothering me today. Now, over the weekend, right, Phoenix splits with, uh, Phoenix end up splitting their games with New Orleans. And, See, here it was, KJ. You pop it up. I was just talking about you. I was just talking about you. I was talking about all of you guys. I was like, yo, I've been telling you guys, they're going to do something about these NBA contracts. They're going to... I've been, I've been saying... I feel like I've been saying this for a year now. That there's going like, to be some creative way that they're going to try to find a way to pay players more money that play over XYZ a certain amount of games. Whether they don't guarantee a certain percentage in their in their contract or they just start giving away ridiculous bonuses. But they're gonna find a way to circumvent what Kyrie has been and what Ben Simmons is becoming or is. Like, this shit ain't gonna keep flying. So, 
I said, Kyrie, Kyrie has never, Kyrie has never been the most reliable guy to begin with. And now you're talking about trying to give him money. Like, it's something to say, like, if you give Kyrie, if you pay Kyrie, how are you going to pay him? Kyrie's coming for the contract. How do you pay Kyrie? How do you honestly sit there and say, I feel comfortable giving you any form of guaranteed money to play a full 82 season, to play 82, um, to play a full 82 games? I don't. What I do feel comfortable is telling Kyrie, I'll sign you for 35 mil and you get that full 35 mil if you play more than 70 games. You you play anything less than that and I start deducting. Like you get basically you get twenty eight mil guaranteed and you get the ever seven mil <laughs> like like there's gonna be some weird shit. You we're gonna I feel like we're gonna start seeing some NFL kind of language pop up in the in these NBA contracts. How do you pay Kyrie? How do you move how do you pay Ben Simmons moving forward? How do you feel comfortable giving these guys long term contracts? How do you feel comfortable giving them short-term contracts? Like, how do you even feel comfortable? Okay, I'm gonna pull the LeBron route. I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna sign you for a one and one. I don't feel comfortable giving giving Ben Simmons or, or or Kyrie Irving a player option. Nope, it's team options every every year. You get you get you you can you can get. How do you feel comfortable with a one year? You know, if you want if you want a long contract, one year guarantee with a one year team option. If you get a two-year contract, and I get to determine if you come back next year, how do you sign them? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I feel like I've been having this conversation now. I've I've I've, I've been warning you about this for about a year now. I feel like I started talking about this last year. We've been warning you guys, something is going to give. This ain't gonna be able to hold up. Like, you know who else I don't think is going to hold up? I don't think Phoenix is going to hold up. Phoenix, over the weekend, they split their, they, they, they split their series with, with, well, with New Orleans. As, as they lost Devin Booker, they, they, won their, they won that first game without a 114-111, and they lost the next one. And basically what we're seeing is each team so far, it's basically like they're holding serve because the series is tied 2-2. So there's nothing outrageous or egregious. Like they, nobody has ran away with anything. But you don't expect this team to be two-two. Like I said, look. While Brooklyn being the first team eliminated and being swept in the first round is shocking as fuck. I'm also shocked to see Phoenix and New Orleans tied up. I'm also shocked to see Dallas and Utah tied up. Well, especially since they won two of those games without Luka. Like there's some like there's some there's other series like I'm I'm just surprised 
of what, of what they're currently at. Minnesota and Memphis. Like, even though I'm kind of surprised, I'm happy about that one. <laughs> like, they ain't gonna lie about that one. But Phoenix and New Orleans shouldn't be here. And I'm warning you guys. I've, I've, I've been warning you guys now. New Orleans is hungry enough to have Chris Paul pull out his signature move. And we all know what Chris Paul's signature move is. You have failed this city. You have failed this city. How long has he been here now? Two years? So he's getting older, so maybe he can't give every team four years anymore. So is Chris Paul gone next year? Or after next year? When they fail again this year? And they fail next year? Somebody tried to tell me that Devin Booker has that Kobe mentality. I told him if only with the amount of shots that they put up. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> like, that's the only thing. Is in the fact that neither one of them will stop shooting regardless of how many shots they put up before them. Or how many times they made or missed or whatever you try doing, they just keep putting up their shots and trying to find the spots. I don't know about much else. I don't remember Kobe complaining about being double teamed in a pickup game. If anything, he warranted double team so that he can learn how to split them bitches. When you try to double team in the real game, he's like, oh, okay, I already seen you guys try to do this to me in the, uh, when, when, we was ball, when we was balling at the park or when we was, or we was, uh, or we was just running hoops. You know what I mean? I know, I know your angles already. I already know how to play this. That's why when he was splitting your defenses, it was looking like and one tapes. But the guy that called himself Mr. Point God, right, Chris Paul, who we do respect for helping teams win more than they were winning before he got there. I see this lining up for Chris Paul to pull out one of his old signature moments. One of the old Chris Paul specials. One of the old get your hopes high and let you down easily. They shouldn't be they, they shouldn't be tied 2-2 with, with, with New Orleans. And it, it was it wasn't even tied up in the conventional way normally where okay. You see, New Orleans came back home, and they had two games. They had two games at home, and they rallied there. And then you kind of think, okay, you know what? Phoenix will win the next game, and and you'll probably see them coming back and winning Game Six. You can't tell me that they've been going back and forth. I can't guarantee Phoenix is going to win the next game in Phoenix. They play tonight? No, that's Utah Dallas. That's the night game tonight. I can't guarantee they're going to win the next game in Phoenix. New Orleans has just enough hungry talent and and young enough players, young and hungry enough players to go ahead and steal this series from Phoenix. And then we get to the, the star of the moment. And that's one Brandon Ingram. 
as Brendan Ingram continues to... Hey, so far he's looking better than Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Like, nobody wanted to put him in that Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum category. But when you're talking about 6'10", 6'11", wing players that can handle the rock, take you off the dribble, drip, um, drive the lane, fi um, um, finish with a flush, finish with a layup, you know what I mean? Ch um, play, play some defense at times, make things rough for you. Like, how many guys of that makeup do you have? Because there's not a lot that are successful that you have in, a, in, in this league. Right? You have Kevin Durant sitting at, sitting at the top of it, I guess. You have Giannis there without the shot, without the jump shot. I don't even know if I want to include him there. But you have Jason Tatum, Pascal Siakam, recently um, Rookie of the Year, Scotty Barnes. And Brandon Ingram is in there. Brandon Ingram has, has, has been putting up over 20-plus points this whole entire season. Like, he has slowly, he, since last year, and since he's been, since he's removed himself from under... From under the compromising cloud of LeBron James, he has continuously shown improvement, and also showed you guys. You know, what I mean, some of these guys they have chips, right? They have chips on their shoulders, and when LeBron discards them like trash because he feels like, oh, I can do this with other better players, or I can do this with, with other guys I may be more familiar with, or do this with other known named players. Some of these guys take this personally. Because well, because we're not we're thinking about if LeBron James had stayed with uh, had stayed with that Lakers team and actually been the big brother that he's supposed to be and helped develop that whole entire squad. He wouldn't have to worry about being exhausted or doing all of this work. You're talking about D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. Alex Caruso. We're talking about a bevy of players that could have really helped LeBron James rest on the court while they go 120%. Instead of LeBron James being the only guy going 120% on the team full of geriatrics. And then now he's suffering from knee soreness. And I'm going to tell you right now about knee soreness. Once your knee goes sore, it don't stop getting sore. That's arthritic soreness. See how long he was out with? Out for? That ain't just... Knee soreness. That's arthritic knee soreness. See, there's a key word in there that we're not that, that we haven't been that we haven't been privileged to yet. Dallas is whooping Utah now, sixty-three to forty-four. And I'm telling you, even that series, right? I will I, I will I will kind of go between both of them a little. But even this series with Dallas, every single time that Dallas was winning a game without Luca, we told you guys they were stealing W's. Now I understand that Dallas was always the was the was the favorite team, but we're talking about the four five matchup here. So we understand that they're the highest seed team, but we're talking about the four five matchup here. When they didn't have Luca for two games, those are two games that Utah should have won. Instead, they let Dallas steal those two games. And it took a last second shot by Rudy Gobert to make this even tied up two um two one right now. Or, or make this tied up two two. This should be three one. Utah should be going home tonight. And Donovan Mitchell should be saying, I fucking hate it here. 
Because as a Knicks fan, that's all we want to see is Donovan Mitchell get eliminated and him show a layer of disgust that is so noticeable. It is so prominent that Knicks fans are like, yes, we got him. <laughs> like, you understand? But again, even this is a weird scenario. Because if you're Utah and you're trying to appease Donovan Mitchell, before I trade Donovan Mitchell, I'm going to go to him like, okay, we're going to trade Rudy Gobert. Who do you want? Like, if you're unhappy with this team, we'll trade Rudy Gobert. Who do you want? And we will eye that person. We will target that person. We'll, we'll move heaven, the earth, the stars, and the moon to get that person beside of you. And start trying to get that guy. And if he goes, you know what? There's nobody that you could bring in here to make me happy. I want to I wanna go. I don't even like this fucking city. This place fucking sucks. All this goddamn salt water in the goddamn air. This fucking salty-ass lakes. Who the fuck has salty-ass lakes? All right? And maybe, so maybe he just says that and wants to go. I'm telling you. Nobody is watching this game closer than Knicks fans. One, because there's also like five players from Dallas that used to be Knicks players, right? <laughs> and also because of the Donovan Mitchell factor. But like I said, Dallas is, but Dallas has Luka back now. So they're no longer stealing games. They're just, they're just now doing what they're supposed to do. This is game five back in Dallas. This, this, is, this, is, home, this is the home court game. They have the home court advantage. You see Reggie Bullock gets a shot off back um, in and out. That's one form of Nick. I don't think they have Porzingis anymore, so they may actually be down to three or four. They still have Trey Burke. I know they definitely still have at least three. I know they definitely still have three. Reggie Bullock, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Trey Burke. That makes three. I know I'm missing somebody. Oh, they have Frankie Lakina too, if I'm not mistaken, still. So that makes four. <laughs> they had a whole starting lineup at one point in time. Like, they really had a whole lineup. You had Christoph Porzingis, Frank Nilekina, Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock, and I forgot a name. I just forgot a name. Philly lost at home up 3-1. Yep. Philly lost at home up 3-1. They did. So yeah, so every so like I said, even with the Utah, with this Utah Dallas, like Dallas is Dallas should win this series, and Dallas is gonna win this series. But Utah had opportunity, and 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 Utah kind of blew a wide open opportunity. Again, we've already talked about this. I don't see why Utah would think that we need to blow this up. If you're the organization of Utah, you are on the right path. Like the, like there's only the closest way to win a, winning a championship is to constantly have a playoff contending team. Granted, you're kind of like in a hamster wheel, but at least you're in the playoffs. It's a lot better to be in the playoffs for 20 years than to not be in the playoffs for 20 years. So Utah and Denver, they at least have it right. We've said this, we already said this right. 
Like they make sure that regardless of what regime that they're they're going through, that their teams are constantly in the playoffs to make sure that their fan base is always going to be there to watch and have something to watch and be proud of. They may be they may get they maybe get disappointed, you know, when they're in the playoffs, but at least they make it to the playoffs. Because all of us big city teams, we're trying to get the guys from all of those small teams that have done it right, because we can't get it right. Because every time that we have three years of just of, of some hamster wheel shit, we don't take that as okay. We we're at least still here. We're still here. We're still here. It's better to be here and finally get that piece versus tear it all the all the way the fuck down and try to start from ground zero all over again. Look at you, like to be honest with you, I'm gonna remind you again. Look at Utah over the last twenty to forty years. They've been more successful than the New York Knicks. Look at Denver the last 20 to 40 years. They've been more successful than the New York Knicks. Look at the Miami Heat for the last 20 to 40 years. They've been more successful than the Miami than the New York Knicks. Look at how they've done it. It wasn't, oh, what we after three years of this team that we have running this hamster wheel of being in the playoffs, let's go ahead and break this all down and try to start from scratch and fire this guy and get rid of this guy and do this. Like, nope. Let's keep building on this and build this culture and build these and build these winning ways and winning habits. And let's continually stay in playoff contention because you said you're not in, you're definitely not in championship contention if you're not in the playoffs. To be in the, to be within championship contention, you have to be one place first. You at least have to make it to the playoffs. Now, is everybody in the playoffs a true championship contender? No, but you did play. But you did put yourself in championship contention. And that's a whole lot better than the, than than the alternative. So if I'm Utah, or we're looking at it strictly from Utah, I don't see why Utah would want to blow this up, unless Donovan Mitchell is, comes up to you fully upset, and then that's when you have to start looking like, okay, maybe we have to get rid of Rudy Gobert to um, to go ahead and, and and appease our star, or you may have to get rid of your star because maybe he just doesn't like your city. But Utah will be fine. Whatever they get back from whatever team that they do that trade with, they will be fine because they they at least have that that, that organization to be able to push right through it. They'll be right back in the playoffs before the end of a decade if they even leave the playoffs. Even if they missed it for three years, I guarantee you by year four they'll be right back. They would have found some other young guy by then with the draft picks that they got. And that guy within the second year, he would have that team in the playoffs. Doesn't take long. See those see those teams, they're not lazy when it comes to their scouting and development. They don't rest on their loyals of being in a particular city. Like, oh, we're in New York. We always going to find guys. Like, nope. That's not what they think. They're like, I'm in Denver. We're in Utah. We're in Miami. We ain't never going to find anybody. We in Toronto. We ain't never gonna get anybody. We better make the most out of whatever the fuck we have now. And you can see it that Toronto, even even with that Toronto coach that they have, a little bit of pride, right? A, 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 a still, still, still a little bit of, of of workmanship to them. They're not gonna go quietly into the night. They got their rookie. Their rookie of the year was just announced. They're a little bit more motivated to play hard. And also, Joel Embiid in that hand. You have to wonder how much 
of a factor is that hand playing in these last two games. Because for those first three games, he was looking really good. And then actually, you know, that hand got his, got that, he started, he got that hand problem. And like I said, it's not so much if he's scoring or if he's trying to score, if he's playing defense or trying to play defense. It's all of the little things. It's all of the little things that, that would have happened. The, the little hustles, the little swipes, the little extra things that you do when you know that that, that ligament and that limb isn't hurt. Now there's, now there's times where maybe you don't reach out your hand for that steal. Because, damn, I ain't trying to pop that thumb out. Maybe you don't swat at that ball. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's little nuances. Like, you may not recognize it because he's not doing it 100% of the time. Maybe now he's only, it's only happening 20% of the time. But those, that 20% of the time is what helps you lose 110 to 102. Is what helped you lose tonight. This shouldn't this shouldn't go to game seven. <laughs> like this can't go to game seven. But this would be another horrific loss. This would be another devastating loss if Oh, he barely touched them. If Philly loses this series to Toronto. Because I really don't want to see Joel Embiid crying for what's this gonna be a fourth year straight now? Definitely gonna be at least a third year straight. God damn. God damn. All right, folks. What we gonna do here? I'm gonna take my last break of the day. All right. When we come back, we gonna finish wrapping up a couple more of these playoff games. We're going to talk maybe some Spike, a little bit of Elon Musk. Holy crap. I just forgot we haven't spoke about somebody definitely. There's a couple of things that we haven't spoke about that I wanted to talk about. We're going to get it. We're gonna get into that in more, folks. We're going to talk a little bit of Minnesota. We're going to talk Spike. We're going to talk Elon. And damn it, I just already forgot the other thing I wanted to talk about. I already forgot the other fucking thing I wanted to talk about. We got a couple things to get into in the last in the last hour of the podcast. Stay stay tuned for more. Hey yo, commercial time. They didn't join this team to win championships. They didn't join this That's what the Brooklyn Nets are saying right now. They join because there is important work to be done. They join because there's some work to be able to do it. What a weekend. What a week that we have lined up for us, right? Thank you for listening to the podcast. We are back. I'm still your host, Donald Thoma. I'm with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Man, we got, a, we got a big week. We still got the draft coming up later on this week. We still got the draft coming up later this week. And I'm telling you guys, like I, I'm getting hungry just thinking about draft night. <laughs> yeah, am I wrong? Am I wrong? 
But seriously, because I'm like, yo, I just want to get myself a 12-pack of beer and like 40 wings and just eat wings and just watch the, and just watch the draft all night. Maybe I do 20. Like, I think the hunger in me is saying to get 40. But I know if I get 20, right, I'm not going to be able to eat 20 wings because some of them are going to get eaten as well. I'm not sure how so. But like, if I get 40, I'll get all of the wings that I want. And, like, and then I'm going to cook them up myself. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't cooking them fresh. Like I'm going to get like some wings from like Publix or whatever. Get like two pack, two of them joints. But then like on one of them, I'll throw like some jerk seasoning on, shake that shit up, bam, throw that back in the oven. Another one, I'll throw a little bit of a little bit of hot sauce back on that bitch, throw that shit back in the, in, in, in the deep fryer for a little bit. Another one, I throw some like lemon pepper, like like some some lemon pepper, whatever, a little bit of garlic on that bitch. You know what I mean? Throw throw it in the bag, throw that back in the fucking thing, and then that shit sizzle for for like five more minutes. Crunch up a little bit, and then bam. Just bearing wings and draft. See, I told you. That's what I've been thinking about. Making myself fucking hungry over here. Excuse <sighs> me, shit. How excited have you guys been about this these Minnesota and and Memphis series? Now, this is this is really crazy because I have. I have Memphis as my team that's coming out the West, right? And I can 100% be regretting that because they still have to play Golden State in the next round if they do. And Golden State is looking like a different kind of monster. Like, I think Rihanna made a song about them or some shit like that. Or, or fucking Kanye, Jay-Z, and, and what's her name? Nikki Butt. What's her name? Nicki Minaj. There we go. <laughs> I gotta go check too and see if Nicki Minaj is blocked from my page since my ex-girlfriend was blocking everybody that I knew named Nicki from me whatever because you know she was insecure of, of, of all women that named Nicki and also chicks with big tits whatever she started blocking all of them so I, I gotta check and make sure I could, I'm still following Nicki Minaj actually I don't even think I was following Nicki Minaj I just gotta make sure I'm not blocked but we but we heard them Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z and Kanye sing about these motherfuckers already like, like these motherfuckers is motherfucking monsters like they, 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 they really are. And you know what, man? I don't think that Memphis will have enough if they play if they play Golden State. Now, now that I'm really looking at Golden State and Memphis, like Memphis will most likely probably lose, but they were giving you four to one odds. So I, I put a little bit of money on, 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 on that Memphis one. I was really, I was really, listen, when, when I was saying this three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was very, very confident. And then I seen what the Splash Brothers look like when you go to their pool party, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> like, shit. Like, fucking, like, we done switched over from Nicki Minaj singing about you to fucking Cardi B and that other chick, because that's some wet, that's some wet. These motherfuckers don't miss. Meg the Stallion. Like, these motherfuckers really don't miss. And, there's, and, and you know what's crazy? The Memphis, the Memphis games, right? The Memphis and Minnesota games. There's so many d weird elements, right? There's so many elements that go on that make this that make these games interesting. First, you have the not really the matchups, but 
you have the young gunners on both sides, right? The young explosive, the young exciting gunners on both sides, right? Between John Morant and and in Memphis, and then Anthony Edwards in Minnesota. I know both of those guys look like one hundred percent two guys that are going to. Both of them look like two guys that are going to one hundred percent take over this league. You know what I mean? Or be the, or be part of the future of this league. I said this league is in a very good spot. This league is in a very very good spot. If you're looking at where the next line of talent is gonna come from, but it isn't just those two guys on the court, but also their their teammates, Patrick Beverly, right? Bane, Carl Anthony Towns. Right, it's all. It's also the hype of the other teammates, but not just the teammates. Right, their fathers as well. Anthony Edwards and John Morant's father having a healthy rivalry. Dallas is up by thirty three. Good lord, that's a lot of money. Right, there's a there's a healthy there's a healthy rivalry that goes that goes on with them. As they're able to talk shit to each other and celebrate their individual sons, but also in a weird way celebrate each other's sons and not be disrespectful, not be belligerent, just, 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 just two old heads just out there basically like if they were to run into each other, like, you know, you know, when I see them basically and I see them interacting, I almost see them, I almost picture them in a barbershop and both of them are getting their hair cut in the cheer and both of their sons play for the NBA and they're just there and the game is on and they're both just there just barking shit just talk, they're just having lighthearted shit talking conversations you know what I mean and and, and and having a ball with it because end of the day they're both winning they're both like <laughs> that's what makes the rivalry easy to have they're both both of their sons are young stars in this league We're, they're probably going to be seeing each other for the next decade or so like I, like I don't know if they I don't know how close they were if they were friends before but they probably started a friendship. They'll probably end up starting foundations together and all kinds of shit. They're going to see each other for the next decade as their sons are the sons in the league. And this is a really good thing. And like I said, they're winning. Like, what are they? They really have a, they don't really have a beef. Both of their sons about to be multi, about to be a multi-millionaires. Like, they know, in the, they, they both of them, they know in the next three years, two for John Morant, but within the next three years, their kids will be signing $200 million contracts and getting $40 million a year. And then four years after that, $50 million contracts. If not 60, depending on where we've gotten to. Maybe 50. They probably won't guarantee any contract over $50 million. And then anything over $50 million, they'll find a way to, to, to not make that guaranteed. And then you'll have to earn that. It'll, it'll be some shit weird. They, they have to. They have to. Alright, so like I said, they're all winning. But... Even with all of that excitement and what it looks like positive energy thrown around the Minnesota Timberwolves and Memphis Grizzlies series, there's still something looming in the background. There's still something dark looming in the background that keeps rearing its head every time they play in Minnesota. And what we're seeing is that there's protesters. Right, we've seen protesters now try to run on court. We've seen them try to glue themselves to the court. We've seen themselves. We've seen them try to write shit on the court. We've seen like because it started in the Minnesota game in the playing tournament, where somebody tried to write some shit on the floor. 
right? They got them out quick. Then, in the next game that they had in Minnesota, somebody tried to play game they had in Minnesota. Somebody tried to crazy glue themselves to the court. Then in the last game they played, somebody tried to run onto the court and they got tackled before they even they got tackled before they even made a step. It was and it was two of them. Like first one person tried it and when, and when she thought she was clear that she was sweet and her friend got caught and she tried it, she got caught too. And it's so crazy, right? These organ and, and so let me so I, let, let's let, let's go ahead and play. Let's let's go ahead let's let's go ahead and, and, and go into alternative universe mode, right? Where we where we get to play with this storyline. Because what's in, what's happening here is that what they are protesting is the killing of chickens by the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now they said now it may have been said that they burnt these chickens alive, but it's also said that these chickens had bird flu, or swine flu, or or mad cow disease. <laughs> but it had one of those things that you don't want it contaminating, you don't want it spreading. You don't want it. You don't want it decomposing, I guess, and get it into the fertilizer, get it into the soil, so that other, so that it can, it can, start going back through the life cycle, even through your plants or through your animals. So I guess they burnt these chickens, right? So they fried these chickens. Well, I, from the looks of it, they may have fried these chickens alive, and because they fried these chickens alive, even though they had bird flu, you have you have people protesting against this. And I'm realizing they have some really rich protesters. <laughs> like, I don't know which organization they're with, but if I'm the IRS, I may look into their finances. Like, listen, if I'm the IRS, I'm playing petty with them, right? Because like, I'm like, if I'm the IRS, because I'm a basketball fan and I'm a sports nut. If I'm the IRS, I'm, I may get petty here. And I may want to find out what organization is, is, is over here trying to protest against them. And I'm ordering the fuck out of them. You guys just bought four front rows teats to playoff game. It was one playing game and three playoff and, 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 and two other playoff games. And it was at least three of you that came into those other two games. You've had four tickets to what's been postseason games. Four front row tickets to postseason games. That's a lot of money. You are literally sitting behind the owners. So, yeah, if I'm the IRS, and if I'm happen to be a sports fan of one of these IRS guys, I may be editing whatever, auditing whatever organization is said to be protesting against the Minnesota Timberwolves because you guys are using up a lot of finances. And I'm telling you, it better show that these are all private people within the organization that also just have that kind that that just have the kind of money to get these kind of tickets. Like, let's see. Okay, Google, how much is it for the Minnesota Timberwolves front row courtside tickets? On the website sportster.com, they say 13 Minnesota Timberwolves minus $1,000 plus. I also found an answer to this question. How much are courtside Timberwolves tickets? Do you want to hear it? Okay. No, I think I got it. So the point is shown here is that every ticket is costing... On the website ticketeek.com, they say, Timberwolves Timberwolves 2021-22 season tickets. Season tickets are available via the team's website. 
Prices range from $630 to $2,184 per seat in the 200 level, $966 to $11,214 per seat in the 100 level, $5,250 to $12,474 per seat in the premium level, and $14,700 to $71,400 in the Lexus Courtside Club. That kind of sounds like per year in Minnesota. I don't know if that's per seat. Probably like per seat per year. Who knows? But shit, $650 for season tickets? That's not bad. That's a little more than a car note. That's like a car note and a half. To go there all year and also sell your tickets at random times? Shit. Damn, now I want some Taco Bell. Damn. Now I want... Damn, is Taco Bell still open? New steak, white horse, ranch fries. Nah, see, I need this one. I just eat some food when I'm done here. <laughs> I really do. I am just getting hungry for no good goddamn reason. So that's how that story is played out in Minnesota. Is that they're they're protesting due to the killing of live chickens that had swine flu or bird flu or 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 or, or PizzaGate, whatever. They had something. And now that's why we're seeing all of this extra activity ramp up in Minnesota. Now some about extra activity. I think I mentioned this during the tea of during the tea of the weekend. I was going I was going through Twitter today to find out what was trending. Right? To see what sports topics was trending and shit like that. And I noticed that Elon Musk was trending and not for sports, but he was just trending period. And I was like, oh, let me see why he's trending. Well it looked like um Elon Musk I always call him Elon. Like like Elon Gonzalez, the little kid that whatever. Alright, but Elon Elon Musk Gonzalez <laughs> well, Elon Musk, um, he ended up buying Twitter. I, I saw it today, right for forty-four billion dollars. And I'm like, okay. So isn't that the Amazon guy? And now he's buying Twitter. So now there's going to be some kind of tied-in feature of communication between Twitter and Amazon. Who knows? But thank God I got my my got my 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 Twitter my. My, my my Amazon back. Ooh, my Amazon flex back. Whew, I needed that easy money. For real, for real, for real, for real. That's something I would not be taking for granted anymore. Like, yo, like, for real, like, because my, cause my ex-girlfriend, she did some stupid shit where she ended up wanting to see if it was funny and see what would happen if she sent my picture to them. And, I, and now I'm thinking that this may have been part of a deeper plot that she had to try to sabotage my account. Just so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to make money my easy way. I'd be able to drive around to make my money, and I and I'd have to be in some stationary location because she was always jealous I was doing some crazy shit, even though I didn't realize that she was the one that was cheating. It was her the whole time. But also, to find out that this is a pattern that she has. Like I said, this, this she has a she's a she's a habitual liar and a habitual cheater. So yeah, so back to Elon Musk. So Elon Musk gets um Elon Musk buys Twitter, and not so along with the story of Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it Elon. But Elon Musk buying Twitter, the new hashtag of buy Twitter starts trending. I guess people are now upset, up, are so upset about this that they're saying they're going to leave Twitter. And I get that, and I get it. I remember when Donald Trump, um, Donald Trump was basically on Twitter all the damn time, and I was like, yo, I'm not. Well, as long as he's in president, I'm, like, I'm not gonna be on Twitter. Which I realized I missed a golden opportunity because he helped Twitter rise during that time. Which, listen, I bought Twitter stock, 
I wasn't that dumb. <laughs> like, I bought, put a stock in it and, and watched him turn my $14 stock into a $52 stock. Was that triple the money? A little more than triple. Alright? So, wait, yeah, 14, let's call it 15, then we can call it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I seen so I seen I seen that happen, and and I see, and now we see that a bunch of people are gonna hop off Twitter. But I'm like, yo, this this may just raise the the price of Twitter. To be honest, what I want to see Elon Musk do is buy a WNBA team. That's what I want to see happen. I want to see Elon Musk buy a WNBA team. Should I even want to see him fucking buy into one of these new NFL franchise, one of these new NFL leagues? There's gonna, and I, I don't know what's gonna happen next, but we're gonna start seeing some like Twitter videos that were on Amazon. Some, or oh, I'm hoping that in some weird way that now there's way to watch stuff that you stream on Twitter on Amazon. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Twitter, Twitter. It sounds like a British diss. Who is this? Who is this man? Get this Twitter away from me before, before, I, before I bash him. Oh, now I remember what I almost forgot about. Now I remember what I almost forgot about. Mm -mm -mm. I can't believe I almost forgot about it. Then I remembered, and then I almost forgot again. Dallas is whooping that ass, 25-point lead. Like, I ain't gonna lie. If I wasn't doing this podcast, I probably would have put this on the small TV and started playing 2K for the last, for the last half of this game already. Mm, that was nice. Yo, I didn't know that TikTok don't allow you to smoke or show weed products on that motherfucker. Like I did my, like, I was I was out there with the 420 video, and them niggas blocked my shit to the community guidelines. I'm like, what community guidelines? I done seen people get in there dick sucked on Twitter. Hey, you talking about community guidelines? Like what the fuck? I'm gonna see the motherfucker catch a blowjob on Twitter. And, 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 well, that's the same thing. Dick suck, blowjob, titty fucks. I mean, on Twitter, I get a tit job on Twitter. Y'all talking about community guidelines? I need to hurry get my. I need to hurry get my thousand followers. Make sure you guys like me on t on TikTok. I need to get to my thousand followers so that I can start going on TikTok live, start showing y'all some shit for be loosening up my buttons, baby. Cause I be nothing, baby. Nothing on your stuffing, baby. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Let's let's go on and let's go ahead and start closing out the podcast and get into and get into these last into these last games. Right. We already told you about Philly and Toronto. Told you about Milwaukee being coming back and being Chicago. They beat him. See, that's the thing about it too. When Milwaukee beats Chicago, these last two times they beat the brakes out of them. One eleven eighty one. One nineteen ninety five. Like we're talking about like like. Like, uh, like, like, demolished and utterly destroyed. We're talking why, why, when they say why, like that kind of shit. Why in the east? Why in the west? Why not? 
why down south? Let me say why, why, why? <coughs> and since we're talking about war, let's not forget about somebody that I feel that is right now becoming a prisoner of war. I, I, I honestly believe that. I, I, I honestly wholeheartedly believe that Brittany Griner right now is officially a POW. See, she is officially now a prisoner of war to me. And so we need to find a way that, and, and, I, and I keep saying this because I don't want to, I don't want it to be forgotten that, that we have somebody, we have such a, such a accomplished basketball player in Brittany Griner that is currently being held hostage in Russia on trumped up weed charges, right? And she and it's honestly she's honestly being held there because of political reasons and, and the whole entire issue with with Russia and Ukraine, right? Um, Brittany Griner, the six foot nine center, born October eighteenth, nineteen ninety. He's a champion, seven time All Star, two time scoring champ, eight time block leader. She's been three time first team, three time second team, two time defensive player of the year, three time defensive first team, four time defensive second team. She's been all she's been on the all rookie team, NCAA champion, most outstanding player, AP rookie of the AP player of the year. Right? Big twelve player of the year for um, four times um big twelve defensive player of the year. Or maybe she's just four time defensive player of the year. She's the high school player of the year, and that's only and that's still only about half of her resume. I didn't talk about, I didn't even finish talking about uh, all of her college, um, all of her college accolades. I think I still left out a couple of NBA accolades. There's still all, all of all of her Olympic accolades, and also all of the accolades that she has done playing overseas. Period for other teams. And right now she was doing one of those accolade things where she was playing, where she was playing overseas and coming back and trying to come back home. They decided to, to catch her on a on a on an empty weed cartridge. They had a little bit of possibly like resin or residue still in there. So like I said, they're holding on Trump on Trump the weed charge. She's she's been she's been detained now as a prisoner of war for probably like the last two months, if not longer than that. But we want to so let Britney Griner know, even though other news outlets are not talking about you because they have received the hush order. I have not received such order, and until I receive and until I receive such order directly from from whatever current commander in chief that is, because that is the only person that I am responsible to take orders from as a former soldier. Then you know what? Then I will continue to make sure that we continuously talk. And even when they send me my cease and desist letter to tell me that, that I need to stop talking about freeing Brittany Griner, you know what, girl? I'm gonna still talk about freeing you because you deserve to have you deserve to have your freedom. You did nothing to be detained. You should not be a prisoner of war, and if you are a prisoner of war, why have why are we not going to war? What's going on, you will? So you just popped up. Of course you will pop up right. See, of course you will pop up when I'm talking about Brittany Griner. Cool. <laughs> 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 like you pop up no other time. You wouldn't pop up now. Hold on, let me get you. Drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Yes, sir. Well, if you gonna drop takes. You might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Cleveland! This is for you! And then, uh, man, that, every shit's gonna make you realize that exhibitiously ain't a word. I know you pinch that part every single time. Oh, I do, every single time. Listen. That shit pops up in my head randomly when I'm like when I'm doing this random shit sometimes. And I'll be cracking the fuck up like expeditiously. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I cannot hear it now. Ex- exhibition. Yeah, I, exhibition. I, I, what you mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I cannot yeah. hear it now, but I'm like, well, fuck it. Like it's 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 one of those it's one of those gems of the show. It's one of those fuck ups. It's not even so much if I notice it. I wanna know if anybody else be it's noticing organic. it now. No, it's organic. it's organic. You know you wouldn't really notice it really unless you was a dick like me. I pay attention to shit like that, but it's organic, bro, so just let it ride. Yeah. So yeah, we were just getting we were just organic. You fucked up plenty of words too. Like, Listen, I, I just realized today that that um the owner of Amazon that his first name to me is Ilion. The Amazon owner. Jeff Bezos. Oh no, wait, not Amazon then. Wait, wait, no, that's the wrong guy. That's not Amazon. Hey, who? Tesla. Tesla owner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elon Musk, bro. I call him Ilion, like like the, like the little kid that they were trying to send home back in the day, like Ilion Gonzalez. No, you been calling him that though. You been calling him that. I ain't say shit. Uh, I, am t- I promise you, I ain't no dick. And just every once in a while, I just it's shit funny, so I had to mention it. Well, I noticed it today as I'm trying to as I'm looking at his name, and I, cause I had it written down today, and I'm like, that's not Ilion, but I I'm like he's Ilion Musk to me. I'm like, why the fuck is like, and I just thought, <laughs> and I tried calling him Elon. But as I'm saying that shit, I'm saying it naturally. This kept on coming Ilion. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's going to be Ilion to me. <laughs> Little Ilion Gonzalez Musk. <laughs> like, it's really good to see that after we sent them back home, that he did something with his life and made a complete turnaround. Actually, didn't they kill that kid, to be honest with you? Or is that kid... Oh, no. Okay, that kid's still alive? I thought we heard, like, about a couple years later that kid ended up being killed or some shit. I was like, say... This is why America was trying to adopt them. <laughs> yeah, did you hear about the story about Ilion buying Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means, though. Ah. Uh, like, I, I, the way I figure is, like, you know, billionaires need, need to spend their money. Like, when you have billions, eventually you're like, you know what? I got to spend some of this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it means as far as I'm talking about stock wise. Well, I'm assuming it's gonna like it's gonna have to go. I, I'm assuming it's gonna take a jump. It's gonna have to take a jump. Well, I was thinking like how he manipulates stock through Twitter. Ugh. Why he bought it? Mm. <clears throat> and I know that, they, and, and the thing about it, I could have swore I heard a story. Like within like the last week or so, that he tried buying it and Twitter, or somebody tried buying Twitter and Twitter turned down their offer. So I don't know if that was him I heard about a week ago, and maybe he just came back with a better offer. Yeah. But I know I just I'm like I'm not going, and I could be going crazy. Like because like, because sometimes I don't know what like if I if I hear stories or if it's something that if those weird deja vu kind of things. Like wait a minute, did I have a premonition? Like. <laughs> But I could have sworn like I heard a story like within like the last week. What's that? Does that mean he still goes ham on Twitter? I think he's gonna still go ham on Twitter. Why would he not go ham on Twitter? I don't know. I know you own it, right? But I mean that's a professional. If you're going ham on Twitter and you're an owner of it now, it might be a different look. But I would think that he bought it because he was just tired of maybe Twitter fucking with him. And his friends that 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 Believe in uncensorship, freedom of speech. 
Yeah, cause like, yeah. something like, yo, you tell me that, I, that, 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 that you can show your pussy on Twitter, but I can't say what the fuck I want. <laughs> right, that's crazy. You can twerk, show your ass on Twitter, and you can't say, you know, I don't know. Fuck, I don't Shit, know. it's more than just ask me. Like, Twitter got no guidelines when it comes. You, you can do full nudity on Twitter. You can put a you can put a whole sex video on Twitter. Listen, no, no, no. The always good thing about his ridiculous shit is because you get to see it out in the open, and you get to see how many people support that ridiculous shit. And be like, okay, yeah. We ain't gonna be the same. We ain't gonna be the same. We ain't gonna be the same. <laughs> like we we done we done shifted from friends to acquaintances now. Yeah, because like once he stopped being the president, like who cares what he says on Twitter now? Like let him do whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's like 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 because before he was president, he was a goddamn entertainer. How much time do we have left? Oh, we got plenty of time left. So let, let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and shift gears real quick. Let, let's, let's let's talk a little baseball for half a second, right? And it really is gonna be about half a second. So the Colorado Rockies the other day, they helped somebody become the seventh person in Major League Baseball history to ever achieve this accomplishment, and that is one Miguel Cabrera. I have to remember to say Miguel Cabrera because I ain't gonna lie. I thought Miguel Cabrera, Miggy Cabrera, and Milky Cabrera was all the same person. They was just saying their name three different ways. <laughs> but Miggy and Miguel Cabrera are the same person. Milky Cabrera is somebody completely different. And I honestly thought, like, this is how you know I wasn't watching. Like, I really wasn't watching, watching, like, to, or, or watching close enough to see the difference or realize they were even on a different team. I just kept on hearing the name Mickey, Melky, Melky, Miggy, Milky, Milky, Miggy, Milky, Muggy, Milky, you know what I mean? Milky Mud. And I was like, oh, that's all the same guy. But they're two different guys. And Miggy, a.k.a. Miguel Cabrera, he just hit his, his 3,000th hit of his career, making him... What's that? Is he even playing anymore? Yeah, he's still playing. He just, okay. yeah, he just, no. he just, it has happened over the, over the, over the. No, no, not, not Miguel Cabrera. Uh, oh, Melky Cabrera? Oh, I don't know. But he's younger than Miguel. He should be. Shit. <laughs> he's like 10, I thought he was like 10 years younger than Miguel. I could be wrong, So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, you ain't so like. I don't know, cause, could I, cause maybe he could have he could have left early, which is what which is something which is something that I have to say about how they're talking about this Thibodeau guy when it comes to the draft, and I probably talk about we'll, we'll, we'll probably end up talking about, heavy. 
Mitchell holding his hamstring, walking off. It's kind of convenient. Dallas is down by 30. Mitchell Rock, Donovan Mitchell's hamstring is, is acting up. Dallas is up by 30. He ain't been playing. He already hurt. He's already hurt. No, like I said, like, I, I'm going to talk. It's not even so like it's not even so much about about Thibodeau's skill set and what he does. It's just how they're talking about him and. I think how they're talking about him is is is, is like it's, it's one of those systematic things that is going on with the NFL, and it's just a bunch of code words that they're using to hide what their true feelings are. Like I said, we'll get into that. We'll get into, we'll get into, we'll get into that a little bit more on Wednesday, right? Damn, why was I even here for a second? Why was I here for a second? I popped over. Oh no, that's right. We we popped over on Milky. And and oh oh that's right because of Miguel I was like if Miguel left early that's what that's what reminded me of the Tom Thibodeau shit, but no yeah so so. Miggy Cabrera Miguel Cabrera he ended up getting his three thousand hit, he um um he also has that with. Also I think it's five hundred home runs, as well, and that's what puts him as, like one of only seven individuals to have this. Along with guys like A Rod and a few other and a few other actual real people, you know A Rod's kind of a fraud, but there's a bunch of other real people that also did it as uh, that did it as well. But like I said, there's only there's only five others outside of Miguel Cabrera, and Miguel Cabrera now has become the seventh. We don't really count Alex Rodriguez because you know he was all roided up. Uh, you know what? I think. That does it for the show today. Oh, did you hear me, Chill Will? Earlier, I know you've been. I know you. Was, I know in our group chat we was wondering. We um we had posed the question like you wonder what's going on. I ended up looking into it real quick about the Minnesota thing, and they've been protesting him because they said that um, they burnt some live chickens. Yeah. 
So the protest that's been going on in Minnesota is due to the burning of live chickens by the owner. <laughs> so, the I'm crazy gluing myself to. So listen, so listen. I want to cook a chicken from Jump Street. I want, I want to cut the chicken. I want to cook his ass. You gonna eat him anyway? Like a crab. Nobody says shit about crabs. But hold on. I, I'll tell you also too. The chickens that he also burnt were said to have like bird flu or some shit like that. But. Whatever organization that it is, they're just mad that he burnt live chickens. So now what we have seen since the playing tournament to now, they have bought at least four front row tickets. <laughs> I don't know which organization this is. I was saying this earlier, but if I'm the IRS and if I'm a sports fan of the IRS, I may be auditing them to figure out where the fuck did they get this money from suddenly to get these front row tickets. These are like $1,000 a pop we're talking about. It's Minnesota we're talking. So they're about $1,000 a pop for these front row tickets. So we're talking about... Well, I think it's... I, I, Google, I, I Googled it earlier on the air. And it said about $1,000 for the... It could be wrong. Listen, it was behind the owners. It was right there beside the owners. I'm behind them. That's one of the reasons why I, I, I didn't, yeah, I, that's the reason why I didn't, I didn't, like, argue with a gopher. I'm like, you know what, it's probably because it's Minnesota. It's probably why it's $1,000 per ticket, you know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. Because also, like, it also gave me their season ticket numbers after that, and you could get season tickets for $690. <laughs> and now in the playoff you get one floors ticket for a thousand. So who knows? But still, if I think it's more I, I think it's more than a thousand. But again to like 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 the bigger like the like the bigger jokier part you know portion of what I was trying to say is that yo if I'm the IRS and I'm a sports fan, I think I'm I am i think I'm auditing them. I wanna know where they're getting this money from. Which what organization are you and where are you getting this extra money from to buy floor um to buy court side tickets to four games? Like, you're going to have to open up your books to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's what I end up real, like, I ain't going to, so, I don't know if anybody else was thinking of this, but that's what really popped in my head after a certain time. I was like, wait a minute. What, like, after, especially after you said, I'm like, wait a minute, what organization is this? And, yo, they have some really nice tickets they're buying. Like, yo, they are buying, they are buying $1,000 tickets to get kicked out in the first quarter. Like, they're not even enjoying the game. Like, I don't know what they got really got kicked out or not. But you know what I mean? Like, to get kicked out of games. That's what they're doing. You see that last motherfucker? Like, that motherfucker got tackled before. Like, she she, she barely broke the chairs. <laughs> and, yo, the dude was watching her the whole entire time. Like, he like he just knew, like, you know what? I'd never seen this person behind these seats. Because, you know, that's probably something that happened, too. Because at that level, you probably have a, a certain amount of regulars. So you probably have some people that you recognize. And then he's like, you know what? I don't recognize these broads at all. And you probably overheard them say some shit like, you know what? Damn it, now I can't enjoy the game. Now I got to watch these broads this whole entire time. And as soon as she broke loose, 
Man, he went after her. Like, see, we talk about Aaron Donald. He went after her like, like, like she was a quarterback and she had the ball. Like he was like, you know what? It's sack time. This is where I'll make my millions. <laughs> but yeah, it's due to the burning of some chickens. It is one hundred percent due to the killing of some live chickens that are said to have bird flu. So I mean, if you just wanted to go to the game, why did you just say you just want to go to the game? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel now. Like, you know what? There's like four of them that just really wanted to go to the game. And the and their person was like, well, how bad do you want to go to the game? Like, uh, well, you down for the cause? You want to go to jail for a night? We'll bail you out. <laughs> like, okay. When do I got to do it by? Third quarter. Shit. All right, so I won't see the end. <clears throat> Cause also they gotta be, they gotta have some better timing. They need to start like planning a time when they feel like the crowd is at its most energetic, and it's at its most rampant, like 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 really getting into it. And when they get it into it, like bam, that's when I'm gonna go. That's when everybody's paying attention. That's when everybody's up or whatever. That's when everybody has their eyes on the court right now. Folks, we're about to go off the air. This Dallas game is about to is, is about to be over. They're, like I said, they're up 98 to 68 with two and a half minutes to go. As we as we mentioned earlier, Boston um Brooklyn has officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Toronto won their game, so they live to fight another day. They skated off elimination, so that series is now tied. That series is now not tied, but that series is now three two. Dallas is gonna end up um leading this series now three two. We're gonna get. Um, we still have coming up um, later on this week. By the time we come on the air again, we have Phoenix and New Orleans gonna play again. Minnesota and Memphis gonna play again. We still have Golden State and Denver, um, Atlanta and Miami gonna have another game. Milwaukee and Chicago, and as we said already, Philly and Toronto. So we still got a, we still got a bunch of games that are gonna be coming on between now and Wednesday. Hope you guys continue to stay tuned. Wednesday we're probably gonna go big into draft. I'm not even gonna lie. Like we're gonna go big at the draft. We'll we'll have we'll have a couple of mock drafts in front of us, and we'll take a look at it, and we'll and we'll see we'll see who some of these favorites are, and what and a little bit what they're looking like. And we'll get you and we'll get you some of these on, and we'll get you a little bit more of some of these announcements where it looks like your teams may be going. Call up, let me know what you think about about who's projected. We'll be here on Wednesday night. Actually, on Wednesday night we'll be live from Sharkies as well. So actually, come out and find us directly live at Sharkies. As you guys know, Wednesdays they have they have wing specials. So come in and get part of it and get it and enjoy their wing special. You're gonna have the games on. We'll be out. We'll be outside doing our thing. Come and enjoy the show. Thank you for enjoying today's show. Sorry, my allergies are starting to act up. So I'm to get all stuffy and shit. But as I like to say, folks, as as actually as the boy Toby and Wigway says, hope you guys continue to catch a wave that never subsides. But as I like to say, yo, continue to work on you so you become the person that will hire you. And that's it. All right. It's Dallas Domatel in the Mighty Sports Podcast. I want to thank my senior Cleveland correspondents, my one of my co-hosts, my brethren, uh, Chill Will, on, jo- on coming and join the podcast. Yeah. Folks, we <laughs> are out of here. Thank you for joining. And yo, DJ Mighty, can you play my outro so I can stop rambling? As Chill Will would say. Sorry, B. I tried. I all the bandwidth in the world. Yo, I gotta remember to cut off my YouTube this time. No, the, the last show no I left lie. my YouTube up 
until the next afternoon. It was recorded in the background. My laptop, my laptop was closed, but the mic was picking up everything. All kinds of shit. I was like, damn, I don't even know what it hurt. Like, it probably's not even on YouTube anymore because they're probably gonna block it because. As soon as I as soon as I close everything down, I start turning on the TV. Yeah, like it's gonna have all kinds of video, like anime videos, porn videos, like sports videos. Like it, it, it got the whole trifecta of of of, of being blocked. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I closed everything, but I was like, yo, if I close my my laptop down, I didn't think the mic will still be running for YouTube. But yep, I learned the lesson. It still runs. I think that would be like the automatic thing to hey shut this shit the fuck down, but nope, keep the, keep, it keeps the mic on. Sports. Mm. See, that's that's a whole different subject now. All right, B, we're out of here. Thank you again. Okay, we already shut down YouTube. Okay, let's shut down.